Ah, man. You know, Mo, I th- it, it feels like it's been a very long week. Really? How long a week was it? You know, the the Dickheads podcast, right? This weekly podcast that we do. The It feels like yeah. it's been a really long week since the last episode. A lot has happened. Uh, well, it's only week. been like, what, a couple of weeks since, uh, you know, I know we, lo- we, we missed that one where Dick caught COVID and, you know, we didn't get to do one on that. But, you know, how many of them could we have possibly have missed? We didn't miss any. The, this is a weekly show. It's, it's been one week. It just it's 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 felt longer. This week, this one week somehow felt like a year and a half. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, that's weird. I mean, I guess I feel <laughs> the same way. I mean, I, we were just talking about the Dick Show just the other day. I know. Just last week we were talking about the Dick Show, <laughs> but it, it feels so long separated. I don't know. Yeah, apparently, you know, it was just. It's just been a crazy fucking ride with us, you know? I mean, the MoCast came roaring back, um, you know, and I'm glad that we're doing, like, a weekly episode on that show, you know, every week, because I really like that show. Certainly. You know, I'm glad glad that, you know, we didn't take an accidental, like, hiatus break, you know, and all that stuff. But, hey, you know, I'm just glad that we're on the ball, always making content, never straying, never slipping. Certainly not, Mo. Certainly not. Um, every show that we make comes out once a week, just consistently. I don't think there's ever mm-hmm. been a show that, except for Curious Kingdom, because that comes out twice a week. You know, yeah, you know. I, yeah, and I really, really like and enjoy doing that show a whole lot. We're human yeah. content machines, Mo. Yes. Yes, just spewing content out my ass all the fucking time. It's true. <laughs> Not a day mm-hmm. goes by. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, like Elden Ring just came out, you know, like, oh, wow, I didn't know that, you know, we, we took that just that one week off and then suddenly Elden Ring came up. It's almost like, you know, we haven't done the show in like a year, year and a half, you know, but hey, what's the what are the odds of that? Yeah, no, that being can't true? be right. No fucking way. Alright, this bit is fucking stupid. Let's start the show. Hey, you're the one that fucking made it, motherfucker. I was just trying know, to salvage it. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. TDP! Wouldn't it be nice if we had a podcast for all of the dickheads in the group? Wouldn't it be nice if we could discuss all the things a dick does too? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? It has been a long time, folks, but we're fucking back. Welcome to the Dickheads Podcast. I am your host, Riley, joined, of course, by my wonderful co-host, Mo Diggity. What's up, everybody? I was really looking forward to this show, and I absolutely love the other one, that other little bonus show that we're going to talk about later. It was spectacular. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, but uh, oh, so great. Yeah, so uh, I, I imagine some of you might be wondering if we if we have any dedicated dickheads podcast fans out here who are tuning in uh, to their favorite show. And wondering, where the fuck have you been? Uh, well, uh, you see, here's what happened. Here, here, here's why the Dickheads podcast. Uh, so, to put All it in perspective, totally the, the most, yeah, the most, the most 
like crazy number that I can put into perspective with is that the last time we did the Dickheads podcast, we were covering the episode, we were covering the Dick Show episode 221. We are now covering the Dick Show episode 300. God <laughs> There's damn. been 79 episodes of the Dick Show since the last time we did this. And plus, plus with fucking, you know, like more than a few, hey, I'm not going to do the show this week, uh, breaks. So it's been even slightly, you know, like it, it's been slightly longer than that. We're we're not even saying how many how many episodes again? Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yeah, we're not even gone for just seventy nine weeks. We're probably gone for like eighty two, eighty three weeks. So it, it's it's been a while, as you know, Aaron Lewis from Stained would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. Hold on, I was going to say so. Okay, here's what happened, right? Uh, so, some folks may recall uh, that our last episode that we did was actually covered on a very famous podcast uh, called Who Are These Podcasts? Very, very famous. Uh, good friend of the Dick Show. Uh, Who Are These Podcasts? They actually did an episode about us. And of course, as Who Are These Podcasts tends to do, it was very, very negative, very, very crass uh, against us you know i was i was ready to come back the next week and take it in stride uh but mo diggity he was so he was so scorned by the things that carl said that he did i he wasn't talk scorned about the dick right, show now, public now, see, anymore you, you see you were, ta- you were you were weaving a a rich tapestry of what actually happened and then you will you just fucking veered off into lying motherfuckerville because that's not what happened at all you know, I just Mo became said, a oh, hermit. God. He couldn't talk about the Dick Show anymore. He was so hurt by what well, Carl no, had to it, say. It was, no, I, I wasn't at all. I was fine because you got all the shit ends, and they they just uh they they bitched at you and they all your shit. They didn't talk about me at all. They played a bunch oh, of clips yeah, that's of right. you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I fucking took it on the chin, you know, like a fucking boss. And Sean was like, "Oh, I'm not going to say bad things. It's not boring." Oh yes. Hey. By the We are now officially, we have been declared not boring by Sean the Audio Engineer. We are officially a quote, not boring podcast by Sean the Audio Engineer himself. Yes, it was a ringing endorsement from the man himself. So, you know, because of me, I guess you could say, I I should say to you, Riley, you're welcome. Uh, Of course. Because of me. You know, we got that glowing, ringing endorsement. So, you know, I enjoyed that. And then let me go ahead and add this little part to the story. So Riley got no fucking play at all whatsoever on who are these podcasts. That I was so. OK. I was and a little then, bit. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. And, and then uh, fucking uh, T-Clips and her uh, and her people because they were doing the fuck dick masterson crusade arc we already we already uh, talked about that that had already happened the last time we did this show oh, oh i i thought i i thought that came out and then they just had they played all the pieces of you and then uh like they didn't say anything about me and what i said they just fucking yes yeah, yeah, yeah that arc. did happen but it was beforehand but you know i believe that we had already talked about the t-clips thing maybe not mm. but uh just to get into it um yeah so there there was the T-Clip, uh, which had the clips from uh, episode 11, uh, which we talked about a certain controversial topic that we will not bring up again. Um, and that clip got like 2,000 views. <laughs> and it was God just damn. all, it was pretty much all me. Like, I think there was one sentence of you. 
And like yeah, I, the comments I, I think- were just full of like beautiful insults, like so many just uh one of which still haunts me to this day. Uh yeah, they uh, went it's hard. Still my role. It's it's still my role in the Pixels Polygons and Fun d- Discord server is uh somebody called me a helium huffing whale. And yeah, that, they, that they really went, stuck. Yeah, they they went hard in the paint, uh, you know, at you that that episode that for that clip. It's still kind of uh, but anyway, good. enough about we don't we gotta adjust that too hard. I do wanna yeah, I do wanna else? apologize. I do wanna apologize for our last episode, you know, last episode, which came out a year and a half ago. because uh, one thing Carl did bring up, I think the one time he played me uh was uh during the apology bit, uh the audio leveling was fucking terrible and the music was way louder than we were. And yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> That's my fault. Which is why I'm not editing this show anymore. I'm going to send this audio to Jason <laughs> once we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, fuck editing. I just, uh, I, I'm not audio savvy. I'm having a hard time. So, like, someone else can edit this shit for me. Yeah, no, uh, I gave up editing a long time ago. I realized that, like, I had a job and I was like, holy shit. So I had this guy that used to edit my shit. And now I can give him money. And he'll ed- he used to edit my shit for free because we were like both dumb children, but now he won't do that anymore. But if I give him money, he will. And that, yes. that's what I that's that's what I realized. And now I don't have to edit any of my own shit anymore because I just give him money every week, and he just edits all the shit that I do. It's great. Yeah, it turns out that we live in a society where money can be exchanged for goods and services, such as it's pretty editing. it's pretty fucking wild. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I think that's about all we need to address uh, at the top before we get into our coverage of the Dick Show. So, of course, this is a little bit, so we're talking about the Dick Show episode 300 today, Dick on the Underdog. Uh, so I'll go th- we'll go through our usual, you know, discussion topics. I wrote down a bunch of notes of shit they talked about, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the things that Dick does, too, as the theme song suggests. And then we'll do a little retrospective on uh, the Dick Show 300 episodes. Um, so let's get into some of the subject matter discussed in the Dick Show episode 300. First of all, uh, the yeah rating, uh, which I might have forgotten to do last episode because it's not on the doc. I have like a whole fucking document for this show. Like it's, it's very well put together. Like I'm proud of my 2020 self for actually putting this together the way that I did. Um, but yeah, I don't think I rated the yeah last time we did this, but I did rate the yeah this time. And you know, it was a pretty good yeah. But it was it was a ten out of ten. It was it was missing some sort of special element. I, I I gave it a nine. It was it was a pretty good yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty solid yeah. I think last week's episode was a lot stronger. Like him co- finally coming off of COVID, you could tell that he's actually like not getting sick anymore because you could tell that you could tell how well he's feeling by the power of the yeah at the very beginning of the show, they're like, oh shit, it's going to be kind of low energy dick this one, but not this one. I thought it was pretty fucking solid, I think. I- I'm comfortable giving it a nine. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so the first th- topic on my list, I don't I don't think they talked about this on the show, but I I felt it necessary to, to, to put in our list of discussion topics. It was the first thing I put in there. Uh, so, uh, Dick blocked Mo on Twitter. I, I felt that was important to bring up. <laughs> as, oh yeah, as part yeah, of our coverage. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I, uh, Mo side gaming forty two on Twitter, right? I was like, all right, 
la la la. I like, you know, the dick show and Vito's okay, even though I have my I problems. like the dick and show. Then, Vito is a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, well, no, all right. So it was before that. It was like, I like dick show. Vito's okay, even though I disagree. It's just like, to, uh, I don't really like Vito's stance on some of this, like, Mr. Girl defending shit and all this other, like, you know, sex offender stuff. And I'm like, dude, I, I kind of went a little I mean, hard I believe on, uh, on Dick Masterson also defends. That's Mr. Like, I, I, he's had yeah, him on the show. I, I know, I, I know, which I don't fucking understand why, but you know, whatever. It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so like, but well, I guess what Dick didn't do was what Vito did was like be so absolutely adamant on fucking Twitter uh, defending this shit and defending his uh, stances. There are some real hot takes. And I took exception to that. And I, I think uh, I, I, called him or alluded to him being a pedophile and i suppose that probably pissed dick he literally off said that we should have he said the phrase a basic empathy he said that we should have basic empathy for non-offending pedophiles yeah and, and, and I, I think i called him a piece of shit pedophile or something like that and you know <laughs> and you know dick i guess block i i think that's the thing that block that he blocked that got, got you blocked by dick masterson i can't I can't think of anything else that I did that would have pissed him off except call Vito a fucking pedophile. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm blocked by Daddy Dick. And now, unless I sign out to sign into my other account, which I'm following him on, you, you know, I can't see him on my regular main account. So maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll unblock ooh. you when he hears you on this show. <laughs> the, the, the celebration of the Dickheads podcast being back, he'll unblock you. I don't know, man. We still have to fucking talk about, you know, the the Mr. Girl Vito uh biggest problem in the universe episode. You might know he you, you know if I'm if I'm unblocked by now, he might block me at the end of it. <laughs> he'll block he'll like unblock you at the beginning of the show and then he'll re-block you. <laughs> yeah. By the that's, end. Probably, that's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, you know. I don't want to go too hard in the paint here, so to speak, but I, I probably am going to pop off once or twice at least. All right. So anyway, uh, so after Mo blocked or Dick blocked Mo on Twitter, uh, mm. so we kind of missed the big celebration episode uh, because Dick missed an episode for COVID after Road Rage LA two was already scheduled. So two ninety nine was like the real celebration episode, like. Uh, Nick and Tony from Hack the Movies and Vito were all there. Yeah, they were talking about yeah. Road Rage LA too, and and that, that that was the that was really their big celebration. So we kind of missed the missed the boat there a little bit uh, by covering this episode instead of that one. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, and, and I liked and I liked that episode a lot more than I did episode three hundred. Not to say it was bad, but I do enjoy the big ensemble cast of like you know Dick Show alumni and. You know, and new people, because, you know, back in episode 100 and 200, Tony from Hack the Movies wasn't in there, but now he's in there. And uh, I, I fucking love Vito wasn't in the there either, was he? Like back in episode 200, he's a 200s dick show character. I think so. I, think. I, I don't quite remember, though, but uh, it, it was one of the anniversary episodes where it might have been episode 100. I think that's the one where Asterios got too fucked up and like a splash fucking splash fucking. Uh, I believe so because I, I listened everywhere. to um I listened to the Dick Show episode one hundred and one somewhat recently uh, because I was 
I wanted to I remember I wanted to re-listen to the episode of the Dick Show where Monkey called in for like half of the show, and that was episode one oh one. And they were talking about how Asterios had botched episode hundred and Monkey was trying to defend his friends. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, so uh we missed the big celebration on two ninety nine. Oops. <laughs> Fuck. I should once I saw that 299 was like the big road rage episode, I should have been like, hey Mo, do you want to do this this week? But uh hindsight's 2020. Um so uh the next topic here, uh it's a war now, the pandemic is over. Uh which is a quote uh from like a hairdresser that Dick heard, and it is a a quote that now uh rules our political uh our political climate. The the pandemic doesn't exist anymore, it's over, it's done. Once yeah, I believe I, it was when the State of the Union happened and none of the Democratic politicians were wearing masks, that's when we knew that the pandemic was over. Yeah, after <laughs> after all the right wing states are like, hey man, fuck masks and the pandemic, let's go back to normal. And then they were all like, boo, we're going to die. Oh, now even the, no. the, but now the lifelike and states now, are doing that, too. So now the pandemic and, doesn't exist anymore. And now they're like, COVID's over. Like, you know, it's so good when we yeah, say no now. Russia and Ukraine oh, yeah. are at war. Who, the fu- who gives a fuck about the pandemic? Ukraine, you know, uh, I have to hear Zelensky dick sucking fucking bullshit all goddamn day. I almost kind of wish that we were back at the pandemic because at least that was tolerable. And they told me to stay inside where I was alone by myself, which was just a fucking fantastic time. I was getting paid to sit on my ass. You know, I got that fucking uh, pandemic fucking COVID unemployment. Dude, my shit was fucking locked down fucking good. I got all sorts of material possessions. I didn't really grow as a person. Uh, I just became a little yeah, bit more bitter and a little bit more angry. Yeah, you were in that state when you were doing the show, right? Like back in the, th- that was when you were unemployed and fucking trading crypto and living your best life. Oh yeah, and living we my were doing best this life. Show. Borrowing a few bucks from my mom so I can get me some smokes. You know, it's just fucking, just spectacular. Mwah. But you were making the pandemic unemployment. You didn't need money from your mom. Oh, I thought you were alluding to me beforehand. You know, it's no. it's been it's been a I year. We were and doing half. the Dickheads podcast. You were like collecting. You were collecting your pandemic unemployment. You were living your best I life. I was. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I the, the last time was... we did the show was like August of 2020, so that would have been right in the thick of pandemic unemployment. Yeah, actually, a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, I wish I can go back doing that. Fuck having a job, dude. <laughs> Just able to stream and do podcasts and YouTube videos all fucking day, anytime during the day or night. Just hell yeah, pin me, pay me, dude. I'll be your jobber. Let's fucking go. You were, you were, you were my guy. I guess you still are to an extent, but even more so back then. Where like, if I needed somebody for anything at any time, I could be like, "Hey Mo, uh, podcast," and you'd be like, "Yeah, bro," because you had. Not fuck all else to do. <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do? Stream or play video games or make YouTube videos? No, nah, I'll do. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you should have focused on like trying to further your internet career a little more during that time than you did. <laughs> well, I was also like on Team Podcast, and it, it was right before. <clears throat> pardon me, one. Second. Sorry, I had some shit in my throat. Um, it was it was right before everything. I was like sort of uh like bumming out a little bit on uh streaming because i had shitty internet 
and I couldn't figure out the, the magical little happy medium on fucking OBS and shit where I can stream and it didn't look like ass. And it turns out I can do that now because I have better internet and it's all like connected directly, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was getting my internet was so bad to the point where I couldn't even fucking play Mega Man 2 uh, without it fucking like going all 144p and fucking slowing down on me and shit. So I got uh, super de- I got super demoralized. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but you know, that's another hindsight 2020 thing. Uh, Should have put a little okay. more. Uh, All right, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm giving. Okay, look, I'm giving you one more time where you could say that hindsight is 2020 in the 2020 joke because I know what you're doing is you're making a year joke, and I swear to God, it's my least favorite fucking year joke. It's like. Happy New Year, no, five minutes no, after New Year's. I want you to know how fucking stupid I am. Because I only came to the conclusion... I was not doing that joke. I was saying hindsight is twenty twenty as like a normal phrase. And right before you mentioned it, I made the mental connection in my head. I'm like, oh shit, we're talking about 2020. Haha, <laughs> funny. I, uh. I, was, I was just saying the phrase normally. I didn't even make that connection until right All before right. you mentioned it. All right, you got one more in the tank as far as hindsight's 2020, so save it till it's a good one, because if you say it one more time after that, I'm going to beat you in the head with a club. <laughs> Fair enough. But anyway, I don't, I, we're not going to get into another Russia-Ukraine thing. I just think it's interesting <laughs> that uh No, no, no. God, please, no. <laughs> please. <laughs> the pandemic talk- is just fucked up. Yeah, shut up about COVID. Shut up about my Russia and my Ukraine. I don't care. No, no, anyway, no, because there has to be show. something. Let them be let them be distracted by the fucking war so they don't make me wear a mask. It kind of reminds me of that fucking meme that I just saw earlier where it was uh, it was media and a person. Media was like COVID, 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 COVID. And the person was like COVID, COVID, COVID. And then it was the media, COVID, 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 war. Person, COVID, COVID, war. Huh, what? Media, war, 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 war. And then the person shrugs, war, 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 war. It's pretty much the exact same thing. And the NPC fucking face that says, I support the current thing. And it has like all the fucking flags plus the Ukraine flag on it. I fucking love that. Quick little yeah, meme definitely. review there. Like a meme review. <laughs> uh, so the next thing, uh, Riley and Tony's fucking shenanigans trying to introduce Road Rage. Uh, so. Uh, apparently, Dick tried to get Riley to go on stage and like di- different Riley. By the way, I just want to say uh, during that controversy where I was getting shit on for this show, a whole lot of people seemed to think that uh, me and uh, Mr. ASE Riley are one and the same. We are not. We are different people. <laughs> I-, I was not at Road Rage LA. He was. Uh, so Dick, uh, Dick wanted to have Riley go up and introduce the show, and Riley's like, "Shit, I don't have anything prepared." And, and and like Dick is like, what are you talking about? And and Riley's like, what do you want? Five minutes? <laughs> like he thinks he has to go up there and like do a, the whole bit. <laughs> and Dick's just like, no, just go up there and fucking introduce the show. And then Riley makes Tony do it instead. Tells Tony from Hack the Movies to do this introduction. That, and that's how you pass the book. <laughs> So apparently, so uh, Riley tells Tony to do this, and then Tony just gets up on stage and, and sits down. <laughs> yeah, because he's high as shit because he took a very powerful edible beforehand, and listening to his story about uh, on the on the on two ninety nine, listening to Tony's uh, story about like his process 
of like what he was sober. Then he ate the edible, and then it was the show, and he was all like, "Yeah, yeah I just avowed Tom Twenty Four back to movies. I'm very famous." Burr, 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 burr. It was fucking hilarious. I loved it. We missed a hell of a show. I, I might have to go sub to the Patreon to the Dick Show's Patreon again and go check out the uh, the Road Rage LA Two. Oh my god, are uh, you not a Patreoni? Oh well, I, I've been going back and forth trying to ease up on my uh, Patreon pledges because I was spending fifty bucks a month on like random ass people. I was like, dude, oh god, I really, god. I re- this got out of hand. I need to make sure that Tony and Asterios are accounted for. Dick, I've been sub to you for like you know, like I don't know, two thousand seventeen, I guess. So he could take a few months without my uh, twenty dollars sub. I think I think my Patreon bill is like thirteen dollars. Like I'm giving uh, I'm giving five to Monkey, two to Asterios, one to Dick, and there's like a couple other people I'm not thinking of. I'm giving some to uh, Blastburn Radio, which is a Pokemon podcast I like. I I, I am technically pledged to Asperger for two dollars, but he hasn't set up so his Patreon only charges if he makes a song. So I've never actually paid Asperger because he hasn't made a song in 10,000 yeah. years. <laughs> 10,000 years and not a song from Asperger. Uh, but yeah, I think I get charged about like 13 bucks. I've, I don't want to get too out of hand, but I think I do want to add to it a little bit. I just got to figure out like the financials of it because there are a couple podcasts that I really want bonus episodes for. Uh, the Dick Show really is not one of them. Like, I'd love to have the Dick Show bonus episode, but I don't think it's worth uh, paying an extra $4. Uh, but I do want the Biggest Problem bonus episode, so I might have to show $5 to Biggest Problem. And I definitely also want uh, <laughs> to give uh, the Trash Rats podcast $5 so I can get to that Discord and get those bonus episodes. Hell yeah, there you go, there you go. Have you heard the Trash Rats podcast, No. No, I'm just supporting your decision to give them five bucks to get those bonus episodes. Fair enough. Do you know? Do you even know what that is? <laughs> uh, sadly, no, I do not. Uh, the Trash Rats podcast is uh, the uh, it's a sort of uh, politically charged podcast starring uh, Monkey Jones, Rusty Cage, and Reactor. Oh no, shit! I might have to check that out then because I really like that. Uh, there, there was one where it was. Uh, him and I guess one of this other dude, and they were talking about the fucking apocalypse, or Armageddon might be based, or nuclear war might be based. That, that or was something. an episode of Trash Rats. That was Mumpkey and Rusty. Oh, I I listened to that one a couple of weeks ago, and I fucking loved it. It was really really great. I might have to check that out then as well. Yeah, yeah, Trash Rats is really good. Um, but anyway, to get back to the Dick Show, uh. <laughs> Uh, Dick did, like, this whole thing about how shit air mattresses are. Do you, see, do you have, like, negative experience with air mattresses? Because I've only ever had positive experience with air mattresses. Well, see, I'm, like, I'm a big old fatty, and sometimes I like to smoke cigarettes, and I always ended up, like, popping it by accident. But when I'm being good, and I'm, like, losing weight and all that... It only gives you like X amount of time before it finally fucking starts to just like lose air because the fucking things, you know, you can't put more than 50 fucking pounds on it, man, before like it eventually uh, craps out on you. And it fucking sucks because, you know, like I've had some air mattresses that were better than regular mattresses. I'm like, dude, I fucking wish that this would 
this would just stay inflated at this exact level for fucking ever. Because I had one that was like a goddamn big ass. Uh, it was like a fucking ball pit, you know, like the one that you saw on. Uh, oh, well, what, what was the uh, the that fucking weird ass convention with Tumblr, Tumblr con or whatever? There was the fucking uh, ball dash pit. con. Dash con. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a lot like that. It was kind of like a ball pit, but for like a person. And I, it was, I guess it's sort of like a, uh, it, it sort of like got me when I was like, you know, got those memories when I was a kid or something. It's like sort of spoke to those memories. And I just felt fucking safe, comfy, wumpy, cozy, wozy in that, man. And I fucking missed that. I missed having the barriers up on my fucking bed. Made me feel safe. That's fair and enough. Nice. Yeah, my experience with air mattresses is like when I was a kid and I used to go to Maine in the summer and like stay at a campground in a trailer. I would sleep on an air mattress for like a good couple of years that I was up there and it was all I always had a good experience. I don't I think we had some deflation problems, but it wasn't like constant. Like well, nine, nine times out of ten, the air poor. mattress was fine. Well, my shoe is because I was poor. That's why I use them so much. And it becomes a pain in the ass because sometimes they're like, you know, we want $50 for this fucking air, match, like, air mattress. And I'm like, dude, this is a goddamn twin with a fucking hand pump. You really want 50 bucks for this, bro? Yeah, no. For me, it was just like it was a matter of space because uh, the air mattress is like a better option than the couch. And there were only two bedrooms in the trailer. And for some reason, my grandmother and my grandfather did not share a bedroom so there was like the one bedroom was my grandfather's the other was my grandmother's and i just had to um sleep not like out when i say the porch i don't mean like outside there's like a porch room like a screen room you know what i'm saying yeah 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 i know what you're saying i would sleep in there on an air mattress I was about to say, did your parents fucking kick you out of the home and make you sleep on a porch bed that's fucking rough bro no, it was there's like a little porch room. Like it was, I had like my TV and my games and shit back there, and I would sleep on an air mattress. And, All right, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just I really like sleeping on that air mattress. <laughs> I liked that air mattress. I bet, I bet it was fucking comfy. It was probably, it was probably like a more expensive one. I'm sure my grandparents like splurged on an air mattress that was more than five dollars, which is why it was probably <laughs> like a decently nice one that didn't deflate all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe more people have had shitty uh, experience with air mattresses than I thought. I've always liked them, uh, based on my childhood experience. Uh, and then uh, Dick talked about the uh, the plywood toilet um, for when I went camping for a weekend. <laughs> do, do you remember this rant? Uh, I kind of vaguely remember this rant. I I, just, I I watched the episode about a day ago, so I'm, I'm forgetting like a couple of parts, but. As soon as you start talking about it, I'll, I'll probably remember wow, the rest of it. Wow, one whole day. <laughs> I mean, you must yes, have forgotten the day. entire thing. No, no, no. I didn't work there. I, I didn't forget the entire thing or anything. I just have my job, and my job tends to fucking go, hey, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Because if you do, you're going to get in trouble, and you're going to get fucking canned. So, you know, I, I have my job weighing down on me, and I listen to the podcast during work because pretty fucking awesome because my job really isn't that hard it's just that you don't want to fuck it up or else you're going to hear about it from your fucking managers right like i got kind of a mini office space sort of situation tell me you've watched office space 
No. God damn you. All right, all right. That's just another uh, uh, list of movies you're going to have to watch eventually. But Listen, yeah, I, yeah, I have a live movie review podcast that I'm willing to do with you as the guest at any time. So any movie you want to show me, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm like, fucking right, down. I only, I only, so far, I've only said once so far because like you wanted me to do a review of a Wes Anderson movie. And I like Wes Anderson, but you know, like I've told you before, you kind of have to be in a certain mood to watch Wes Anderson. Not that it's bad or anything or all like not enjoy the movie because so far, I think I'm the only guy I know that loved the Royal Tenenbums. And uh, Life Aquatic, I thought was really, really fucking good. Uh, I, there's another one for the life of me that I watched, I think half of and never got around to it, but I liked it so far, but that's just one of those. Mr. Fox. I probably, (laughs) probably that's it. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I like his stuff. I just didn't feel like that today, but if you want to do an office space one or like an orgasmo, uh, one, which is a fucking another great movie dead alive as well. Dead alive. Like, uh, uh, fucking. Oh, uh, Peter Jackson, you know, the guy that directed Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, like six of the best fucking movies mm-hmm. out there. Um, he before his career really took off, he did a series of like below, like not like compared to Tromaville. Tromaville had a big fucking triple A fucking uh, Hollywood budget compared to Peter Jackson's horror films. Right. And. They they were they're fucking great like bad taste and dead alive for instance uh one's a a, a movie about uh um human flesh eating aliens and the other one is about fucking zombies and it, it's so like so well done on a twenty dollar fucking budget it's like it's one of my favorite things that and the frighteners which uh, that was his I think that was his first big like big budget triple a fucking Hollywood uh, budget film. And he did really, really well with that. He had Michael J Fox and I think, uh, Gary Busey's kid or his son at the time. I think that he was in there, but yeah, that, that was really well done too. But I forgot the point that I was making about this. I was talking about Peter Jackson and the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and shit. I got off track. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, we were you, you got me talking uh, about you got me talking about movies and shit, and like with a movie, like a million movies comes to mind that I'd want you to see so we can like review them because I think you'd at least you, like half of them. Have you ever heard of a movie called The Wrestler? The Wrestler, uh, yeah, I ain't watched it yet because like it's just uh, I had never gotten around to it. But I'm I'm probably going to end up watching it at some point in time because that's what's his yeah, name's uh, fucking big comeback, right? Uh, what, what's what who? what the fuck? Who's the guy? The 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 head guy in the wrestler. He was in Iron Man. I know. I know. Movie. I know nothing about about this film except uh, that Harry Otter wants to review it with me, and I told him that I would. That's all I know about this film. Oh, <laughs> is, okay, is that okay. Harry Otter wants to talk about it on a podcast? Cool. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, anyway. definitely, I definitely watch. I'll, oh, that's on my list of movies to check out. You should you should watch it. Join me and Harry Otter for the show. I'm sure he'd love to meet the famous Mo Diggity of Largest Issue in the Galaxy. Okay, all right. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm down. Fuck yeah. All right. 
right. Uh, but yeah, the plywood toilet story uh, was really funny. It's funny because it's a little bit related. I've never dealt with a plywood toilet. Like, I, I haven't dealt with nearly the caliber of what Dick is talking about. But I did have a wooden toilet for a long time. Complaints that Dick had about this plywood toilet did apply to that wooden toilet seat, especially the um, uh, the piss getting baked into the wood thing. Like, that definitely happened to oh, that wooden toilet disgusting. seat. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet. Because, like, you know, like, porcelain and stuff, fucking, like, it, it it rejects the piss, right? But wood, wood just fucking drinks up fucking everything after, Hello? like, a little while, and you're and you're getting that really just like nasty fucking pee smell. It's disgusting. I never really had an experience, bad experience with a wooden toilet. It's always been those uh, obviously cheaply made fucking toilet seat covers that are obviously like five bucks at a fucking Walmart. I hate those because no matter how big or small you are, if you're like a bigger adult male, you're breaking those fucking things and you always get shit for it because those are the ones that are like, why'd you sit on it so hard? It's like, dude, it's fucking paper thin, man. All I do is just sit down easy. Or maybe I really did. did, I broke that wooden toilet seat, too, by sitting on that happens. Yeah, see, or maybe I did break it, you know, like, for all I know. But, you know, I always try to pass the buck on to some other stranger. I broke broke it, and then it pinched pinched my ass cheek where it broke, and it hurt really bad. Like, my fucking ass cheek skin got stuck in the crack from where I broke the toilet seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, There's a couple instances, like, especially if you have, like, hair on your ass... It'll fucking just like grab a couple and fucking yank the bitches out. It fucking sucks. Yeah, that is that is unfortunate. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the next thing, uh, the Maddox funeral poster, which was not printed in time to actually be at Road Rage LA two. Uh, they showed the visual of what it was going to be, uh, which I know uh, Mo is not subscribed to the Patreon. I am, so I watched the video version, so I got to see this poster, um, and it was quite a funny poster. Uh, there were a lot of fun little details on it. Um, it said, it said, thank you for the snacks on it. That was pretty good. Um, there was a Maya Angelou poem, which I think Maddox like complained about Maya Angelou had biggest problem at some point. So it's like a funny little callback. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a there was a fun little uh, Jape line that I thought was really funny. It was um, <laughs> on the on the bottom of like one of the parts of the poster. It said, in lieu of flowers, send donations to patreon.com slash Asterios. which which is really fun i'm glad that uh dick could make a a good natured jape like that even though that him and asterios don't get along yeah which which is really unfortunate oh well it 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 is what it is to be honest my all my internet why why do all the funniest duos break up mo every time i like like a funny group of people they end up breaking up. Well, it's the eternal curse, man. Once you show up at a real happening fucking scene, the show's fucking over and everyone starts breaking up or hates each other. And it's it just around the time that you show up, right? Uh, every time you show up at a party, that's when it gets raided by the fucking cops, you know? You know, like it, you, you, you make a friend who's a fucking billionaire and he just gets all of his money taken away because reasons. And it was just right around the time you showed up. You know, like it, it just fucking happens. That's like that's, the story that's of true my life. Too. Funnily enough, that is exactly true because I got into the dick show through uh, Boomer versus Zoomer, and I'm pretty sure when 
when Dick went on Boomer versus Zoomer, that was one of the last times uh, the Dick and Asterios were on a show together. So, Wait, he was so on. I, he was on. He was on Boomer versus Zoomer. Yeah, he was the guest on like episode four, I think. Oh, I guess I just don't. I, I guess I don't remember that one. Yeah, no, Dick went on Boomer versus Zoomer. It was it. funny. It was funny because Asterios overslept, and Mumkey and Dick started the show without him. He was late. It was funny. Oh Jesus. We'll have to we'll have to review that one day then because now I'm yeah, in. Yeah, ne- next time we next time we do the Dickheads podcast, we'll review that episode in lieu of our extra podcast. Um, but uh, anyway, so next thing on the docket here, that Maddox Jr. poster was very funny. Um, the death date was like June thirtieth, twenty nineteen, I think, which I th- think is the end of Best Debate because that's when Dick started saying Maddox was dead because the only other podcast he had, he was going by George and it was the worst podcast that existed. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think it was the end of best debate was the death of Maddox quote unquote. Um, so, and then there was uh next here is uh, the Smoulier case. Uh, Smoulier got jailed, um, which Dick says uh, means that all, all hate crimes are fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, small fucking like, it's all fucking like you know you can hear fucking Sean recoiling going oh maybe not all uh, you yeah. know just like trying to salvage this uh, <laughs> like yeah. uh, one uh, you know trying to salvage the show uh, against uh, one of Dick's nuclear hot takes <laughs> yeah that that was really funny and then uh, Smoulier said that he's not going to kill himself he pulled a he pulled a John McAfee <laughs> do you think I don't know if we did we talk about this. Was McAfee, when did McAfee die? Uh, he died sometime last year. I thought. I think it okay, was like no, in the so summer. So it hadn't happened yet. Uh, last time we did the Dickheads podcast by a long shot. Do you think that McAfee killed himself? Uh, man, as as much as I fucking hate to think that he did, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all because it seems it seems very plausible. He was on the run for like a long time and. Even though, like, you know, we watched like a million and one podcasts, even with people, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, being, you know, like, a uh, fuck, I'm sorry, uh, I'm, I'm fucking fumbling here. Even though it was, uh, fucking people in our community hosted episodes with him on it and all that, you know, like, deep yeah, down, if he was on really got... CJ's show, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a cripple cast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, a, that was a really good one. Me and, uh, CJ and and fuck who else was it? Yeah, we we all sit, we all uh, sit uh, sat in for that episode. I I didn't say anything, but like I, I got to like just sit there and chill and watch. It was a fucking good episode. McAfee's a real legendary fucking uh uh podcast guest. Like you you let him fucking speak for a few minutes, and you know it's real cool fucking uh, stories all around. But yeah. Uh, Looking at everything, like his money's fucking going away. He keeps getting fucking hassled by the fucking police. Wasn't he when he killed himself? He wasn't was he in a fucking jail in Spain? Himself. Yes. Yeah, he was in a jail in Spain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking in a foreign jail and all that. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure he probably ended up unfortunately killing himself, man, which fucking sucks. Well, the thing is, the reason why it's a question is because he posted on Twitter, like he posted on Twitter from the jail, I think. And he said, like, yeah, I'm happy here. I have friends here. I'm cool. If I kill myself, no, I didn't. (laughs) Or something, something to that effect. 
Uh, really, I, I gotta see that tweet. I don't think I've ever seen that tweet. But yeah, no, if, no. If but that's, that's why the, that's why people question whether McAfee killed himself is because he made that tweet. Um, but I think what happened is McAfee did in fact kill himself, and he just made that tweet to like throw people off. Yeah, before he it did seems, it. Yeah, that seems, seems like a very like, McAfee move. Yeah, it seems like the kind of curveball that come from that type of guy. Uh, but yeah, anyway, enough about enough about McAfee. That makes me sad. <laughs> I miss that guy. Um, so uh, McAfee, Razor Ramon, fucking Norm, Norm McDonald, you know, and all the other people that I fucking hate and These despise people didn't kill are themselves, still alive. We're just listing people who died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Smoulier did like a fucking John McAfee move. Fucking stupid. We, I don't think he's actually going to do it either. You think, you think fucking Smoulier is going to kill himself in jail? I don't think he is. No, they... No, as of today, as of this recording on 3-16-2022, the, the fucking, uh, his lawyers got him out of fucking jail because they thought what? it was too cruel. Hold on. They thought it was too cruel for him to wait in jail while they uh, fully implement the sentence. Or no, they're, they're, they're appealing it right now, and they got him out during the appeal. But it seems like there's no way that they're going to win the appeal because of all the bullshit. And the uh, stunts that he was pulling while he was in jail, like being a general fucking huge nuisance, yelling and screaming. He had to be uh, put into the fucking quote unquote psych ward and physically restrained uh, all sorts of shit, screaming, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to kill myself. And all this stuff that's being reported all like all day today. So they got him out of there. But based on what's probably going to happen is like they're they're going to end up like throwing the book at this guy even harder. He, I think he's going to go back to jail. Uh, yeah, fair but enough. Yeah. I, I, Cry I like agree. a little bitch. Like, dude, who can't fucking do a few months in fucking county like a fucking man? Yeah, I've fair been enough. to jail before. You know, quit being a fucking bitch. I've done my nickel, and I ain't going back. <laughs> Shit, I ain't institutionalized. Don't put me in that category just yet, alright? It's been like since I was 23, 24 when the last time I've been in a fucking jail. <laughs> but uh uh next next story uh some redditors got blown up in ukraine yeah fucking probably the funniest goddamn thing i've heard like all fucking week is uh there was a meme i think that was started on reddit and i think 4chan sort of like got a hold of it and sort of took it to the nth degree and people from reddit quite literally fell for it and took the fucking bait and now there's reports from fucking redditors, and most of them are fucking fake. Like the uh, the one where they're like, "I can't seem to have time. They won't let me take time out of my time day to fucking go and dilate and all that." Like, dude, this is fucking a lie. No one actually. There's no fucking way that that's fucking real, right? But there's motherfuckers that are going over there that are like, "Dude, uh." This is really so much more fucked up than I thought. The Russians fucking killed like an entire fucking unit. I'm like one of the only survivors of it and shit. Like people are dead. Reddit's gotten people fucking killed. And I think that's just the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my fucking life so far. Oh, yeah. There was a, I saw on Twitter like some Redditor like out, accidentally outed like a Russian base. Or not a Russian base, a Ukrainian base, and the place got fucking blown up. Like, yeah, man, people because died he's because of Reddit. 
Yeah, because these fucking retards didn't fucking... They weren't alive during the fucking uh, 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 Operation Shock and Awe. And they didn't see fucking Ger uh, Geraldo's... I almost said Geraldo like an idiot. He did, he did, they didn't say fucking... They didn't see Geraldo's stupid ass uh, during a live Fox News broadcast draw the almost the exact position in the fucking sand where they were what their fucking plans were they fucking smacked him upside the head tell him to get the fuck out of here like and you shut the broadcast off and kicked his ass straight out of fucking iraq it was so goddamn funny geraldo man god what a fucking loon what a fucking knob yeah uh like, yeah there's but so much redditors... there's so much wrong with that fucking tard some Redditors got blown up in Ukraine. You know, their their hearts were in the right place. It's unfortunate, but now it's, it's hard in the wrong place. Not a little chuckle. bit to the left, a little bit to the god. right. <laughs> oh my fucking god! You ever you ever hear of the redditor with two blue eyes? One blue that way, and one blue this way. Okay. <laughs> next, next. Uh, Elon Musk said that he wants to fight Putin. <laughs> yeah and and they didn't really go the rest of the way he challenged them to like a pudding match or something fucking silly elon musky yeah something about something to do with putin 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 or whatever like i'm sure there's what if a elon musk tried to box vladimir like a like a youtuber boxing but it's between elon musk and fucking vladimir putin Dude, I'd be fine with all of a sudden him busting out like his iron man armor or something and just fucking like singes his ass Yo! like through the fucking booth I'm fine with that happening. Like, I don't see Elon why everyone... Musk, if there's a real-life Iron Man, it's 100% Elon Musk. Like, not only because he's, like, the tech guy, he fits the role so well. Elon Musk is the perfect Iron Man. Well, that or probably some Asian dude. No, it's Elon Musk. I'm talking, like, well, personality-wise, too. Like, he fits the Iron Man character so well. I I I I I would love to see that happen, but I think he's a little bit too autistic <laughs> to be fucking Tony Stark, though. You know, like Tony Close. Stark's a little bit autistic. <laughs> mm, maybe maybe he's got like more of an obsessive personality, but I don't think Tony Stark would be like considered like autistic. I, I think I, mean, I, I don't know. Perfect Iron Man, but anyway. Uh, yeah, of so, course, of course. I'm not really disputing that too much. I just think maybe I wouldn't be surprised if it would end up being someone else. Because I do want, like, you know, uh, mech suits and shit. Like, if I can't have steampunk, I'll yeah. take mech warrior. Uh, but anyway, though, uh, next is <laughs> Dick has been directly fucked by the Russia versus Ukraine war. Dick Masterson is a direct victim of this conflict. <laughs> He he has been fucked again, uh, and by that I mean he lost one Russian patron because oh, Visa yeah, Mastercard shut Russia off. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel really bad for him and his Russian fucking Patreoni because he just they just got just screwed for absolutely no reason whatsoever. You figure that they would just let him fucking slide, but no, like apparently Patreon has decided for you the the consumer that you don't need Russian money at all. So that's that's a little bit fucked. It has nothing to do with Patreon. Visa and MasterCard just shut off Russia entirely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I meant by that. Like, like you, there's no Visa MasterCard in Russia anymore. It's gone. Well, uh, until all this is fucking done, because you, like, you, you wait... As soon as all this shit is like fucking through, the sanctions go away and everything will go back to normal. Everything will be as is. 
Uh, fair enough. So next here is Fat Watch. So this is like a whole segment of the Dick Show that like we we missed entirely. This this came into uh, the sphere uh, long after we were done. Uh, so before yeah. I go into the specific Fat Watch story in question, what have you thought of Fat Watch as a segment uh, as long as it uh, has existed? Uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Every one of them is funny. The one with uh, Rakita. Uh, the other episode, I think it was like two ninety nine. It was either two ninety nine or no. That they they, they kind of did something with the the biggest problem. I think they talked about Fat Watch for a second. It was one of them, but uh, Rakita yeah, being Nick on was there. Our biggest problem. So yeah, yeah, which is a really good fucking episode. I I like pretty much everything that that dude's been on. I really like Nick Rakita a lot. Nick, yeah, Nick is uh, a great guy. He go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, he sucked me into, like, a stream for, like, 20 minutes when I was about ready to go to sleep. Like, I just accidentally clicked on a Nick Ricada stream, and I was just, like, absolutely sucked in 20 minutes. And then I, I like, came back to reality. I was like, fuck, what are you doing, Riley? You have to go to bed. <laughs> Nick, Nick Ricada is very entertaining. Yeah, and I like the way that he, you know, talks about the law and all that stuff. Like, not to say he's, like, the biggest scholar. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, a million people that can do it better than him. But as for right now, you know, this is pretty good and i like it uh, anyway yeah uh, i i really enjoy fat watch I, i'm disgusted and and fascinated every week every time they do a fucking fat watch segment because man there there's some fucking like it wouldn't be a fat watch if, if like all the fat chicks on there weren't so fucking arrogant you know if they weren't so fucking smug and fucking full of themselves like this wouldn't be like Maybe they wouldn't be lampooned so fucking hard, but the uh, I, I think this is the one where like uh, uh, men need to. We're done with uh, men uh, being ungrateful towards women's and uh, toward women, and it's like a it pans out. She walks back from the camera as a big old fat chick in a fucking bikini that's like several sizes too small for her that she has no right to fucking uh, wear. That was it's being like absorbed disgusting. by her folds. Yeah, you know, like a a tip for men: if the shirt that you're wearing makes you look like a, a fucking can, a, a can of rolls of cold rolls in the uh, the roll section, the refrigerator section of the, the grocery store, if it makes you look like that. You know, your gut look like that. It's too small for you. And ladies, if a fucking bikini fucking disappears into your fucking sides, the shit's too fucking small for you. Go wear a shirt or at least a bigger fucking top. I also like how in that specific fat watch story that you're talking about, like uh, the guy, like he didn't want to be mean, but like he couldn't lie. So he just responds. That's a nice color on you. <laughs> it's oh, really God. funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we're not going to we're, we're done with these passive aggressive stabs like that's really nice cooler on you. I like dude, just fucking take the fucking compliment, even if it's backhanded. How many of them do you fucking get a day? Uh, zero is probably the answer, but yeah, I'm I'm a fucking land whale myself. But the thing the thing that makes Fat Watch so funny is it's about all these fucking arrogant fat women who are like, I'm Indeed. healthy at any size. <laughs> no, you're not. Like all these, I know that I'm a fucking a diabetic uh, arsler that's gonna die at 22. I'm aware of that fact. I'm not I'm not gonna say, I'm not grandstand uh, to the internet and be like you're fat phobic because you make fun of me for being fat. No, I get made fun of being fat for being fat all the time. I'm sure I'm going to get plenty of fucking quote tweets when I release this podcast saying, "Oh, it's the real fat watch." <laughs> uh, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> it's not 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, the, I don't fat, own this. <laughs> yeah, the, the fat acceptance movement is the biggest fucking joke running right now in America. Next to third wave feminism and fucking social justice nonsense. It really fucking is. I think it might even beat both of those out for being the most insufferable. Maybe communists have a fucking shot at most insufferable, but for right now, at least, I think the fat acceptance movement is the most fucking insufferable, most fucking pathetic. Like, dude, I don't like being fat. I just am. And I'm taking steps to become less fat. Until I become not fat, I am fat. And it's not my fucking hashtag lifestyle choice or, or anything like that. I was like, dude, you know, my fucking gut gets in the way of so many things. And that's why I'm working on getting rid of it. But, you know, it's it's hard to be on a diet when I'm looking at, like, some of the tacos that I ate earlier today. But, you Fair know, enough. whatever. I, I am hungry. And it was like, dude, this is the easiest fucking thing to make. Ten minutes cooking in the pan. Boom. Done. Tacos. Uh, but anyway, though, the specific fat watch topic they talked about in this uh, part of the show was uh, this Adidas like uh, marketing campaign. Oh, yeah. This the, one was uh, fucking brutal. I'm possible fucking thing. And it was just like a bunch of fat, fat women. <laughs> yeah, not that, impossible. That, that one was fucking I'm brutal, possible. Man. I'm possibly diabetic. <laughs> is <laughs> I'm possibly going to eat your fucking dinner while your back is turned. <laughs> I'm possibly going to take the fries off of your plate when I already have my own fries. And, you know, like some of them you feel fucking really bad for. Like, I, I think it was like last week or the week before Dick had this chick on Fat Watch or maybe they talked about her. But it's this fat chick from on. I think it was on a TikTok and it made its rounds on Twitter where she has accounts in one sitting while she's recording herself eating like a. X amount of fucking food items, like uh, three or four fucking uh, sausage in the roll and the bake roll, uh, like a couple of sandwiches. Like it's an absurd amount of, of fucking people, uh, people, uh, an absurd amount of fucking food for just one fucking person. Right. And it's all like hashtag fat acceptance. Don't be fat phobic and all that. Like, dude, stop. OK, come on, man. Like, I feel bad when I eat like a couple of fucking tacos. You know, but like, you know, I, I, I try to I try to fight that urge to just randomly eat because I know it's bad for me. And, you know, the better I do, the more weight that I fucking lose. But, you know, it's it's still a, it's still a process. Ugh, fucking fat phobia. Fuck out of here. Uh, but yeah, the Adidas I'm possible campaign is fucking stupid. Um, and then uh, the next topic, the go back to work uh, movement. Joe Biden's trying to get you back in the office uh, yeah not gonna fucking happen little joe boy no 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 it's not everyone's kind of made the fucking transition from office to fucking home because going to the fucking office fucking sucks i don't know i like going to the office that's why i don't work from home i've, I've been given the opportunity plenty of times i don't really have the space for a workstation one but even if i could fucking finagle it i really don't want to like i meet Dude. all of my friends at work it's not well, it's a good yeah, place to you're kind of living people. You're, you're at the point of your life where you want to uh, experience the whole fucking life shebang, you know, all the bells, clicks and whistles. And that's including, you know, like going to your job. Right. But once you hit my fucking age, you're like, dude, you give me, oh, excuse me, you give me a fucking job and I promise I won't fucking like scream 
you know, the N-slur or N-word on, on fucking Twitter or so, something, man. You got to give me something to do. But you're going to do it on my fucking terms. And working from home is just fucking so great. I mean, when you're not doing anything, you get to watch whatever YouTube videos you want. Listen to whatever podcast you fucking feel like. It's just fucking great. The silence is wonderful. I, I, I suppose that's true. I just For me, it's the social thing. Like, I need to be social. Like, I'd rather... Like, I'm sure I could listen to whatever fucking podcast and watch whatever YouTube video I want, and I'm sure I'd be fine, but I'd rather just be able to, like, have a conversation. Like, that gets me through the day a lot more. I can can smoke a little bit of a bowl, fucking vape as much as I want, have some cigarettes that day, maybe I'll have a couple of smokes. It's fucking so awesome. I, I don't have to ask my boss permission to go fucking take a shit. I just, like, click off to restroom, and then, boom, I'm fucking in my restroom, like... I think six, seven feet. Looking at it right now, about six, seven feet. Okay, anyway. yeah, that's that, that. That's fair. I, I understand the benefits. Um, yeah, yeah Biden, Biden trying to get people to go back to the office. Yeah, yeah, Joe stupid. Biden, shut the fuck up, man! Don't even fucking start. Like, don't get involved. Yeah, that's that, fair enough. But anyway, so uh, the Russia versus America TikTok influencer war. Oh, this is uh, so fucking cringe, <laughs> man. I, I hate it. I like this is and this shit started uh, in, in the fucking like late 80s, early 90s with the fucking just say no to drug stuff. You know, them with their Saturday morning fucking specials, like all the celebrities and all the niche uh, fucking music uh, video celebrities and stuff like the, the networks would uh, come together and just, like, have one big, like, 45 to an hour commercial-free fucking special for the kids where they're like, hey, don't do thing. That's bad. We, society, and your precious celebrities and political figures don't want you to do thing. And that's persisted up until now. And the Bush years, they, they started this modern thing, and it just gets cringier and cringier every single time. Like, you remember that one fucking uh, TikTok influencer, the gay guy that the Biden admin fucking got? It was fucking terrible, man. They, they like, people who hated Biden milked that shit for fucking weeks after that. He's still a fucking living meme. Yeah, and the whole thing is, like, this whole... It's so stupid that they're getting fucking TikTok involved in this fucking conflict. Like, people are are defending it, like... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, people are defending it like, oh, we have to we have to spread the word through uh, influential figures. Like, fuck off. You're literally like, promoting the- fucking propaganda. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know no, what really okay, fucks- that's not what I'm saying. That's not I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying that. No, that, that literally is it, it's it's fucking pro-Ukraine, fucking pro-America, anti-Russian propaganda. We've done this shit in the fucking eighties, man. I, I don't We're- know if it's propaganda if it's true. No, I it, it's propaganda no, it's, if it's fair. No, it, it's it's propaganda when it's you're telling influencers to tell everyone, hey, are you having a bad time right now? It's hashtag Putin's fault. You know, fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. It's fucking it's well, it's, I mean, it's propaganda. It is Putin's it's fault. no not really. I, I you know what I I don't care. I don't really give a shit. But it's still, you know, when when you're you're telling people of influence to say X and to keep repeating that. Yeah, it's American, but it's American propaganda. Propaganda is still propaganda, no matter the red, white, and blue stripes around it. 
Sorry, you got me fucking ranting about politics and shit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing a podcast about the Dick Show. We're going to talk about politics. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Because that's like half the show right there. Uh, so anyway, but to get to another topic, so uh, uh, black CEO uh, Renee Jones. Now, have you seen this man, Mo? Uh, have I seen this man? I don't think I have. He sounds vaguely okay. familiar, though. So they talked about him on the show. He is one of the, I, I believe, four black CEOs on the Fortune 500. That's what the, the news article they were reading says. Now, in the host chat of the Dickheads podcast Discord server, I'm going to go ahead and send you a picture of Renee Jones, uh, one, of the, one of the black CEOs of the Fortune 500. Here he is. All right. Looking at the picture now. What the fuck? <laughs> what? There he is. He's a black well, CEO. On. Who fucking says this dude's black? <laughs> I don't know who said that, but it's something they attribute to him. <laughs> what the fuck? No fucking way yeah, that this is actually fucking real. Dude, this guy's whiter than I am, man. And I'm like mostly fucking Irish, dude. I'm pretty fucking pasty fucking white. No fucking way. He's a black I mean, did CEO. They, did, they, did they mean to say African-American? Because you can kind of still get away with that in some groups. Because technically you're a white dude, but technically you're from Africa. And you're in America. So you're still African-American. <laughs> By the technical senses of the word, yes. Um... Yeah, Josh Blue has a really funny bit. He's a good stand-up comedian. And uh, he he does a bit where he's called African American. How it's gotten in some arguments. No, this is this is on fucking CNBC. It says he is one of the only four black CEOs in the Fortune 500. This is fucking clown world shit, man. This there's no fucking (laughs) way that this shit is fucking for real. Is this real? Can I see? Can I see your article that you're reading this on right now? Oh, like I gotta read this fucking headline. No, what the fuck? I mean, this honestly blows my fucking mind that this is actually for real. Like, I'm staring at a white guy who's considered black by CNBC. It's true. Oh, my God. I'm sending sending you the link to the article. Yes, please send me the link to this fucking article, because Renee Jones, one of four black CEOs in Fortune 500 on his secrets uh, on the secret weapon to his success. Are you fucking actually? This is real. <laughs> this real. isn't a fucking this isn't like a 4chan fucking like a, a, a joke that went mainstream or something. They didn't hack the uh, the because this has happened before where they hacked the fucking front page of the website that this is on and post this goofy shit. No, because it'd be down by now. It, it this really old, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, holy fuck, yeah, it is kind of old. Holy shit, this is fucking really real. This is <laughs> yeah, actually it's real. real. This is fucking clown world, man. What the fuck is with this planet? Dude, you know what? I'm going to be honest. The fucking the, the coronavirus is such a fucking disappointment. It fucking, this is just, what the, ah, oh, fuck. I don't even know how to deal with this shit. I think I might need a second. Go, go ahead, Riley. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, to continue on through the Dick Show content here, we gotta... I, I took a what lot of notes fuck? on this one. I don't know if I just forgot how to, like, vet them, or if there was just a lot that they talked about in this sh- in this show. I gotta try to speed round through some of them. Uh, so, uh, they talked about Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, 
that they just passed. Um, my my home state of Florida, fucking welcome to Sunshine State. You, you can't say gay now. It's not allowed. The the FBI is outside my door right now. They have my head because I'm saying the word gay. They're they're, they're coming for me, Mo. It's over. <laughs> I see the sniper. I see the lasers. As they hit my face, it's done. This is this is my end. This is my final hour. Because I'm Don't saying say gay, gay in Florida. You can't say gay. Don't say gay, you SJW. This is the future of the SJW. No, 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 want, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. Um, the real uh, bill yeah, is that they can't. They can't teach about like gay in schools. Like they can't. Like a yeah, teacher can't say gay. Is I, the bill. I, I the first day that this was introduced and i saw this being signed i was like oh wow so i'm gonna read the facts real quick and i'm going to stay out of the rest of the fucking conversation because it's it's literally scumbags screaming at scumbags man and it's just like oh wow like i can't fucking believe this shit like it's just this psychotic bullshit like i can't believe this fucking happened either but you know what the fuck man like it's just so damn much all the fucking time. This is why I don't have faith in any governments anymore, man. The Merry Christmas yeah. bill in Texas, that was fucking stupid, too. Yeah, the government is shit. Um, and yeah, of course, uh, uh, Dick also talked about uh, California's have to say gay bill uh, in response. Definitely real, a real thing uh, Dick Masterson informed us of. <laughs> Like we have to say, you know, they ha- we have like a. They have to say gay. Yeah, they're they're, they're like three steps away from state san- state sanctioned uh, homosexuality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, buy electric food. Uh, that's that's a that's a quote from Dick uh, talking about how uh, they're talking about gas prices and people are just saying to buy electric cars. Yeah, uh, the because- price of food also going up. The, the, yeah, the, booty, there's no electric food. Yeah, because Booty Judge is a fucking stupid piece of fucking shit. God, what a what a fucking embarrassment from Texas that guy really is. You know he did a 180 on the whole fucking gun thing. Uh, he told him. He told him, yeah, you know I'm going to be running for governor, but um, we're 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 not going after your guns anymore. Okay, like that dude got scared straight. Because you're not coming to fucking Texas trying to run for a fucking office saying you're going to fucking take shit away from Texans. It, you know, you're you're not going to succeed. You're not going to have a yeah, good time. Yeah, fucking Buttigieg. I hate that guy so much. Like, if if Buttigieg was the Democratic candidate uh, that got uh, got put up against Trump, I would have put a lot more effort into, like, getting an ID and registering to vote. So I could have voted for Donald Trump <laughs> if, if, if Buttigieg was the one who went against him. I'm I'm a very blue no matter who kind of guy. I would have voted for Biden if I was there to vote. But if it was Buttigieg, it would have been Trump all the way. Buttigieg was the only one I couldn't accept. Like Joe, Joe Biden was probably second to last. But, you know, he's a he's tolerable. Uh, but not fucking Pete Buttigieg. Fuck that well, guy. Well, like, like Pete is, you know, a good representation of the disconnect in the modern day Democratic Party. Like they had another dude who was, uh, I think he was uh, half black or something like he was like he was something like mixed or whatever. And he was also gay. He was like one of the very few non-white candidates that the Democrats put up. And he was consistently more impressive 
than all of the ones on the Democratic panel that we, you You're know, not talking all about Andrew are, Yang, are you? One of the few, I'm sorry. I should, uh, like, let me amend that. No, not, uh, not Andrew Yang, the other guy who was gay, black, and, uh, he was a, uh, I don't remember this guy. social liberal. What guy yeah. are you talking about? Uh, for the life of me, I, I, his name fucking escapes me right now. He was on the same stage with Buttigieg and, uh, Andrew Yang and Bernie Sanders, I think the second time around. I remember, I remember Andrew, time? Bernie, Tulsi Gabbard, um, uh, Joe Biden, obviously, Kamala, Ugh. Buttigieg. I don't remember anybody else. Uh, yeah, see, that's the problem right there. He was like, he was a, a much more impressive uh, Democratic candidate, but uh, they wanted him not to be there so much. Like, they had no idea who they were going to pick until, like, I'm convinced of the last No, yes, they moment. did. They knew exactly who they are going to pick the entire no time. No fucking way. No the fucking Democratic way. The Democratic primaries really are always to... just a fucking puppet show. Like, but they no let way. other people run just for fun. It's always the one. But no like, fucking 2016, way. it was going to be Hillary Clinton from day one. 2020, yeah. it was going to be Joe Biden There's from no, day I, one. I fucking don't accept that one. I accept fucking Clinton being the nod from second one. But uh, 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 Biden as the nod from second one, from minute one? Fuck no. No fucking way he was in there. Like They just they got scared going up against Trump. So instead of like taking someone who thought outside the box, like Yang and the other guy, and in in a certain sense, uh, Sanders as well. They went with the safe fucking establishment choice, and that's the only reason why uh, Biden even got the nod. But in they the always place. go with the establishment choice from moment one. I know, one. I know. It, it's always a fucking curveball with these people. They keep saying, "Hey, check out young persons of color. They're going to be running on our ticket. Don't you like these puppets?" I could. What I could foresee is like maybe. Maybe Kamala Harris was their moment one pick, and then they realized that Kamala Harris did not have the chops to defeat Donald Trump as the primary candidate. So they well, slotted also, in Joe Biden, and they made her the vice. Uh, that's the that's an alternate scenario I could see. But the the, the 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 Democrats have always picked their candidate from moment one. Oh, like a well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to disprove anything that you're saying, so I'll go ahead and take that. But yeah, them trying to pick Kamala Harris, the the fucking cop who got more like non-white people uh fucking arrested for minor drug offenses. And then if you if you look at it from a racial perspective, she got a lot of white dudes, like white men specifically as well. And if you put both of the, all the racial groups together, she put like over, I think it was like over 10,000 fucking people in jail for minor drug offenses mainly. So yeah, and she's a fucking cop. She like, she's a cop. And that was when uh, the establishment was going a cab, but only for appearances only, you know, like when it came to like defunding the police bills and stuff, not even half of them fucking voted to defund the police. Oh, did you hear that shit during the State of the Union, too, with fucking Biden going, we don't, the answer's not defund the police, it's fund the police. And all the fucking clapping seals, including AOC, stood up and fucking clapped. Like they just forgot about fucking ACAB. And Sheila Jackson Lee was the only one that stuck to her fucking laurels, that stuck to her fucking morals, her stance. And like the fucking look of betrayal on her face from her fucking party was very, very evident. That 
is how like how she felt is how I feel or used to feel every single day when I was a Democrat and progressive. Yeah, for me, it gets harder to be a Democrat every day. For me, it's literally just like Tough. I I hold I hold LGBTQ rights and like uh, socialist type financial policies in very high regard. And Republicans are the antithesis of that. So like I can't vote for Trump because he because he's fucking with transgender people and he's going hard in the pain on capitalism. Uh, but, you know, I can't. <laughs> the Democrats aren't great either. No, they're fucking awful. Ugh. Anyway, it's, Dick we're just show. in a terrible, <laughs> we're in a terrible place. Uh, no, I want to hold on. I had something to say. You fuck. Um, oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, I always try to. I, I try to check myself because you know I have problems when I go off on one of my little tangents. You know, I'm trying to keep myself in check as best I can. You haven't told me we to all, shut up yet. Six percent of the dickheads podcast is just a tangent cast. That's always ha- been how it's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I think America's just in a terrible place where, like, uh, like third parties just can't win. They can't do anything. So, basically, when it comes time to vote, it's like, okay, who's the worst guy? Don't vote for that one. Vote for the other one. Because if you vote for third party, you're just throwing your vote away. I'm I'm happy to throw my fucking vote away every single time, man. Like, I'll write in Homer Simpson before I write it, uh, before I vote for a fucking Democrat again. Everyone yeah, you see, for me, it's, it's not like that. I gotta, I, I just gotta vote for not, not Donald Trump. Nah, like I, I gotta say, like I'll, I'll gladly, I'll, like I'll entertain the idea of voting for just about anyone else. Like it's usually, it's it's ninety nine percent fuck the Republicans, nearly a hundred percent every single time fuck the Democrats. Because every once in a while, a Republican will make me laugh a little bit, or Ron Paul will oh, like Donald go Trump's out and hilarious. say something smart. But yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, it, it's it's third party or nothing, man. Like, I'd rather vote with my morals and my conscience than my uh, than party loyalty, which I think is a big detriment in this country. That's what really fucks us up is the whole concept, the outdated, antiquated idea of party loyalty. Well, I think it, it really comes down to, like I said, who's the worst guy? And for a lot of people, it does come down to, you know, party lines, because, again, uh, Republicans are very staunchly anti-LGBT. Uh, they're very pro-capitalism. And those are two things uh, that a lot of people in this generation really don't like. Uh, so a lot of people, voting a lot for more a Democrat. People, a, lot of, a lot of the younger generation are very, very into LGBT rights, but they are a lot more in favor of capitalism uh, than... Then you're uh, then then you're being told and led no, to believe. No, they're not. All the fucking young yes, they, people are like, no, you Woo, see, socialism, you see the same. No, Bernie. Yeah, you see the same like thousands of people on fucking Twitter and on social media doing that. You get out to the fucking workplace; it's like almost entirely Republican. Like you know, Democrats are usually like the people are on unemployment and are like not really working good jobs. Based, but you get. But you get fucking people like who are in the fucking plants or in the warehouses, you know, driving a forklift and all that. It's primarily right leaning or apathetic to politics in general. Like the real true silent majority in this country is the apathetic, uncaring, unfeeling majority, man. The non-voter. Yeah, certainly. Uh, But to move on on the dick show, uh, to cap the political rant off at a good place. Um, There's uh, the Reverend. 
and Scott clip, uh, which is really fucking funny. <laughs> the uh, I really liked the out of context like clipping of Dick and Sean, <laughs> like interacting with Reverend Scott, like within the Reverend Scott message. Like he just like clips voices from them to like <laughs> make the make the puppets dance, and it's really fucking funny. It was really good. I always enjoy those uh, Reverend Scott voice calls because, like, the the way that he makes it and how he plays his little song and shit, and his voice is, like, really, really smooth and nice and just makes for a really good phone call. Really good bit. And and it's the the out-of-context clips of Dick and Sean that are really funny. Like, when he, uh, Reverend Scott's like, I always call Dick when I need relationship advice. And then it cuts to a clip of, like, a voicemail that says, hey, I need advice on how to get women. And then it's Dick saying, I'm gay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and the then one with like, Sean was oh, fucking hysterical. Yeah. I, I called Sean to hang out. Hey, Sean, you want to hang out sometime? You are not worthy to be in my... <laughs> I was thinking that maybe the, I, I was hoping that they actually called up and added to the bit. But now that you're confirming it, it was all cut up stuff. And I was like, hey, it'd be a little funnier if it was actually them in and on it. But, you know. And, and the big like laugh moment for Dick and Shot and for me was uh, when uh, <laughs> Reverend Scott's like, I know at the end of the day, you, you Dick and Shot are my great friends. And then it cuts to a clip of Dick saying, we fucking hate you. <laughs> it's really good and then like at the end of the clip he just like has dick and sean like talking about doing fat watch and it confused the fuck out especially watching the video oh this got me good because like the the point of that bit was to like just convince you that the show was going on but it was actually still the reverend scott clip because like it just it just cuts to like dick and sean doing a fat watch segment and it did. I guess the I whole fucking time, spaced on that. Yeah, and the whole time Dick and Sean's like mouths aren't moving, and I'm like, "What the fuck is my video not synced?" And then they start like saying things over themselves, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" And I realized it was still the fucking clip. <laughs> oh, all right. So that was in the video part then, because I guess I didn't notice that because I'm obviously listening to it. Yeah, you probably thought they were just like talking about Fat Watch, and it's like, nope, there was, was still the clip. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, after Reverend Scott, uh, we got our uh, one caller for the episode, which we'll discuss if he's a rage later, because that's what we do. Um, but uh, Chris the Kiwi is obsessed with Ted Bundy now, which may be the scariest sentence I've ever read in my life. <laughs> yeah, so like Lock the dude who's really... <laughs> yeah, the guy who's super, super fucking awkward and doesn't pick up on social cues and is kind of easily manipulated and, and influenced on and likes prostitutes, stalks them, you know, and all that. Like now he's into he the serial killer. He has to know. He has to know what this implies, especially because he's like on medication now and is perhaps slightly more logical uh, than he once was. He has to know what people are thinking now. Now, literally 99% of the Dick Show listener base is now convinced that Chris the Kiwi will kill someone or multiple oh, I, people. I'm- Oh, I, I am 100% on board with that idea. More than likely, that's exactly what's going to fucking happen. It was interesting to hear Chris call in, because last I heard from Chris on the show, I don't know if I missed anything uh, within... Because I haven't listened to the Dick Show consistently uh, since, you know, the last time we did this. I fall off of podcasts a lot. Uh, I've been consistently listening to the Dick Show now for, I think, 10 episodes. Like, I got back on the boat uh, at 290, 
after not listening for a while. Um, and last time I heard from Chris the Kiwi was like a very long time ago, probably back when we were doing this show. And it was uh, Dick fucking screaming at him and fucking blocking him. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, uh... Chris the Kiwi was talking shit about 80s girl. And Dick, like, pulled him on the show and then just, like, screamed at him. Oh, man, I gotta rewatch that one. Some of, uh, some of Kiwi's fucking calls are some of the best shit from, uh, ever produced from the show. Like, the one where he got catfished by a member of the Facebook community. Oh, yeah, and uh, there's something a little later on in the episode. You find out what happened to the Facebook community and all that. Well, it's fucking gone. Because uh, Dick, I, I think, uh, got into some trouble or something with Facebook. And when they nuked him or blocked him or deleted him or something, they deleted all the fucking Dick Show content. Yeah, because he was trying to, to find show. the identity of the man who assaulted him. Oh, there, yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Chris the Kiwi is going to kill people. <laughs> it's unfortunate uh, for the women of Australia <laughs> that they're going to have to deal with this uh, this reality. Uh, but you know, you the know Chris Kent be might be coming back. That's the good news oh god because cantillion's bought uh chris the kiwi an air conditioner and now he's like man cantillion's isn't such a bad guy after all maybe i'll make a podcast (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah the chris can't cast was fucking great like every once in a while you'd get like uh hey uh Hey, Chris, can I talk to you real quick when someone would fucking say some shit to Chris that would fucking trigger the fuck out of him? He would go, hey, uh, can I talk to you real quick? And uh, they would act like uh, Cant would, uh, Cantillians would act like he's going to the corner to talk to his buddy, Super Secret Light. And he'd go, well, what's up, buddy? What, what you need to talk about? You know, I just don't really, I, I don't like being called uh all these fucking things like i don't like being called the f-slur like no, I, uh, like you're, you're obviously they didn't bad, say the bro oh my bad sorry but yeah it, it was it was too goddamn funny yeah the 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 chris can't cast is just too damn funny okay I, I had a little bit of a connections uh snafu there but i think we're back um <laughs> okay I'm not getting anything but, uh, on my computer that's telling me that I'm like having a bad no, internet connection. It's, it's my problem. It's it's it's. It, I assume it's my problem because my internet's fucking garbage. I think I need to replace my router because it's like fucking eight years old. And Dude, the, you my need internet to replace, just got shittier one day. You need to replace your router and your laptop and like your 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 everything. Like we we need to give you a. I a need big to replace my everything, makeover. but specifically the the internet problem needs to be solved by replacing my router because my router's old and shitty. And there was one point where, like, my internet went out for a while, came back on, and it was, like, noticeably shittier from that point on. And I'm pretty sure that's just because our router is old. Uh, so I think we need to replace our router, but I don't know how to go about doing Figure that out. Um, but anyway, so our next topic, uh, a song so offensive that it dismantled an entire college sports team. <laughs> and they were, they were offered fucking wellness packages. <laughs> oh yeah, we because you find their fucking out coach played this song. Yeah, and you 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 find you don't find out what the name of the fucking song is, which pissed me off immensely cuz I'm like, dude, what did, what do you do? Do you play fucking Ram Ranch or something? Do you play like a 
you know, an out of context fucking Keemstar Ram singing Ray. the N word fucking loop or something. Like, what the fuck was the was the song? What was the offensive song? And why did they fucking say fuck this dude? I'm not fucking playing today. I need to know. I need to fucking know. And I'm just disappointed that they were able to find it out. I think it's really funny that this fucking song uh, dismantled the entirety of this sports team. Just like, nobody wanted to play anymore. The coach had to fucking resign. Uh, They were offered fucking wellness packages and shit. Like, (laughs) this song fucked these kids up, apparently. Did did he play fucking Moon Man or something? Like, you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, offensive songs. Like, you know, it's gotta be fucking Moon Man. You know, like, uh, something, something, 1488, something, something, Moon Man or whatever. It's got to be something like how bad is this song? Was it or did they make them like listen to old boomer rock music or something? Like I can't stand another fucking Hagar track. I'm fucking out of here, bro. I don't know, but it's really funny. Um, There's another Fat Watch story today uh, about a fat woman who this is an email that a fan wrote in about a fat woman who uh, showed up at the grocery store uh, when it was about to close and fucking demanded uh, bologna from the deli. And when she was not provided this bologna for the deli, she, like, demanded to speak to a manager. And they got into, like, this whole fucking crazy argument. The cops were called. And then she didn't even get arrested because she's a crying woman. Uh, So they took her side, obviously. Uh, Just this whole fucking crazy story over fucking deli bologna. Fucking boar's head bologna. Disgusting. Yeah, I fucking hate gross. customers in grocery store, man. Though the worst thing about Walmart was the customers, man. Customers and then the managers, and then the, the employee, any... the other employees. You see, the worst thing about any company is the uh, customers. Like where I work, I love the managers, I love my fellow employees, but I fucking hate the customers. That's the one thing. It's like, ugh, fuck them people. Some of them are good, but most of them are bad. Uh, so anyway, next uh, we got a little Sean's Animal Corner today, which is another segment uh, that is famous now that did not exist last time we covered a Dick Show episode. Uh, so Mo, what do you think in general of Sean's Animal Corner? Are you a fan of the segment? Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually like legit like it. I've actually learned a couple of new things uh, uh, from Sean's Animal Corner. Like for instance, did you know that cows moo in a regional dialect? So the moose no. that we hear from the all right. So the moose that you hear from the cows here in America. Oh, here's Moe's animal corner, you, by the way. No, no, no. This is the one of them. One of the uh, uh, Sean's animal corner facts. Uh, if you go to like uh, the UK or Ireland or China or whatever uh, cows are around the world, they will moo with their uh, with their cow equivalent fucking uh, accent. That's very interesting. They, they 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 moo like you know they go to France le moo, or you know you go to fucking uh Australia moo or moo. Or they 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 fucking say they o's and u's and r's weird over in Australia. <laughs> it's the like weird. The Australians the, in Australia their accent is kind of like uh, a fucking a. Uh, where was JFK from again? Like Boston or like, you know, in the colonial fucking States, it's kind of like that, except with like a British accent at the same time. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird because they, a lot of the way that like a Northern accents are, they're very similar. If you just change the tone a little bit, uh, to like Australians, uh, accents, not so much, uh, Britain's accent though. That's a little bit different. And they say it's Muse Day, isn't it? 
Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, I was saying moose day because that's what the cows say in, in the UK. Okay, well, yeah, well, it's I'm sorry I fucked day, up your it? joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so today's Sean's Edible Corner. Uh, Sean, Sean told us about the common misconception that dogs are colorblind, that they actually can see certain colors. Yeah, um, see, I didn't know the, that. Yeah, so you learn something new from Sean's Animal Corner. Very educational. Um, so anyway, uh, next thing, the bro code is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of it is kind of retarded because I'm going to be honest with you. There's there's a few girlfriends from good buddies of mine that I really really wanted to bang, and I think if you know, if, as long as it's at least a few weeks. Off of the breakup, I, I think a few then it's weeks. okay. Yeah, like a few <laughs> weeks. Come on, like give them a few weeks before you fuck your old, your ex old lady. Like give them a little bit. I, I think you give them like a year is standard. No, fuck, that's too long, man. Like three weeks, quite frankly, is too long. The bastard in me is like you know a few hours after the fucking breakup. But you no, know, like I'm trying to be a good respect. boy. I, I disagree. That the bro code is entirely retarded. Like obviously. The Maddox thing was fucked because that was like the years. So that was oh, fucking you, you, stupid. You get, but, you uh, get no main one you, year. You get is the, no, the standard. Fuck that! No, fuck that! Too too long, too long. And the Maddox fucking version of the bro code. You get no maidens, no bitches. You get no bitches with the fucking Maddox version of. Because first off, you're already like a touchless, kissless fucking virgin with the Maddox fucking way. And then you add on top of that the fucking no, year-long... The worst thing, though, is that Maddox isn't a virgin. That hurts my soul that there are women out there who have fucked Maddox. Oh, yeah, you know, like, you can you can talk most women into just about anything, to be honest. I say this with all respect to women. I'm just saying... Of course. You, you guys fuck a lot of dummies. A lot of really guys, fucking uh, dumbasses. There are women man. out there who fucked Maddox, and I, I feel bad for them. Mm-mm-mm. No, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Dick and Sean had a little bit of a talk about how long the Dick show has left in it, which is funny because uh, me and you theorized about this last episode, and that was one of the things that Carl took issue with. <laughs> I just remember that being very funny. Like, we were just kind of talking out of our ass like we were having a discussion, like, oh, let's let's take a fucking wild guess at how long the Dick show is going to go. And, and Carla was like, what are, the, what are these people fucking talking about? They don't know Dick and Shaw. It's like <laughs> that. That was like one of the very few things that I was like, all right, that's a little bit too nitpicky. Uh, but anyway, well, uh, Dick. Think... Yeah, oh, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead first. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, like, uh, well, you can kind of tell, like, you know, it's been running for a while. Like every time, like, you know, even Opie, Opie and Anthony, you know, fucking called it quits. You know, even uh. You know, like all the, all the fucking great fucking uh, lo, you know, famous uh, uh, radio people call. You know, Howard Stern, you know, call it quits for a while, and then he sold out like a bitch, brought his shit back, and it's like a shadow of its former self. But you know, everyone he had to pay like to fucking thirty dollars a month for Sirius XM to listen to Howard Stern. Ugh, paying money to listen to Howard Stern in this the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. But, you know, Stevenson Pruitt fucking called it quits, you know, uh, fucking, uh, oh, the something, something farm, 
I fucking pepper, not pepper's farm. You retard Mo. You know, I, I just don't remember right now, but yeah, you know, it, it, like you figure that after his, we're probably not going to get 200 more episodes out of this. No fucking way. I, yeah, I no, no, no. So I had that down specifically the quotes. So uh, Dick said, we're probably not going to get another 300 episodes out of this. Maybe 200. That was, that was Dick's quote. And then Sean Maybe. said, Let, let's just take it one episode at a time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I assume that uh, the Dick show is going to be one of those shows where you're not going to get, uh, you know, uh, a two week fucking uh, heads up. This is going to be the final episode. It might end up being like, oh, Sean, I'm fucking sick of this show. Fuck it. This is last show. Last show. Let's fucking go. And that'll probably be the way that the show ends just abruptly hey this is the last show kind of like the cure uh you know they were in the middle of a fucking big tour and then they announced to everyone hey uh this is our last show ever we're breaking up after this i don't i don't, I don't I, think dick would do that though because he knows i think so how, no because he knows how much that pissed people off in 2016 when it happened on biggest problem yeah you, you like you, i don't think he'd do it again you got a I think he is the type of person that at least entertained doing that. Or maybe just quit the show at all and all we get is a fucking tweet. Yeah, uh, 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 you know, Dick shows. I fucking think done. there'll be a big lead up. I think like they're going to like make the decision to end the show and it's going to be like, all right, this is the final month of the Dick show. And then we're going to get our last like big four blowout episodes and then we'll have a real finale and it'll be over. That's what I suspect will happen. That would be cool. I would like that. See how many like bridges he can amend. Like watch the last uh the last episode of the Dick Show Max finally comes on. Holy shit. <laughs> like Maddox, come on, buddy. Just get on. It's my last show. It's the last episode of my show. And then we get the fucking internet's blood sports match that we've been waiting for for fucking years. More how epic this than not Josh. Happened? How is how have we not gotten the Dick and Maddox blood sports match? Oh, I we're... feel like it has to happen someday. Well, because Maddox I feel like is a it little, does. Well, because Maddox is kind of a little bitch that threatens to call the cops on everybody. That's why I feel like so, eventually, you know, though, because Maddox has just been a cuck this whole time. I think eventually Dick is just going to keep egging it on. And eventually Maddox is going to snap and he's going to get it in his head that he can like talk some sense into Dick Masterson. And that's when we're going to get the absolute slaughter of the Internet blood sports. Do you, oh, do you think this will ever? Do you think the Dick versus Maddox blood sports will ever happen? Well, after the Ethan Ralph versus Mr. Medicare fucking uh, blood sports debate, after uh, what happened there, and Ethan Ralph versus uh, Josh Moon, and Ethan Ralph versus the drunken peasants, and just Ethan Ralph versus Ethan Ralph Ethan versus Ralph. Blank, Ethan Ralph versus and, Blank. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Ralph versus his fan base. Ethan Ralph versus his co-host. I suppose anything's fucking possible. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'd love to see. I truly, I truly would love to see uh, Dick and Maddox go at each other. Uh, just one last time with all of the vitriol. No, no pretenses of them being friends. Just like complete hate each other go all out against each other it would be a beautiful sight to see um it's got to be hosted on uh, on neutral ground that way you know like because we can't do the kill stream because ralph obviously is on team dick but it's it's got to be like you know destiny stream or something like that where this could fucking happen i would love to see that that would be i don't know if it needs to be neutral ground though because like either way maddox is 
stomped, so might as well just do it on the fucking Dick show. Well, yeah, true, true, but what if, like, Dick's just not in that kind of mood today, and he's like, man, fuck you, I'm done. You know, I I hate to see that, but, you know, that that's why I propose neutral ground. You know, maybe on Stardust's fucking uh, stream or something like that. I want to imagine, so, Mo, how long have you been a fan of the Dick show? Oh, uh, shit, I've been... I've been a fan of, well, the Dick Show since like kind of the beginning. But okay, I've been so you were a fan. biggest problem guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I got into the Dick Show because of biggest problem. Like I got into biggest problem. I think right around Asterios's, uh, uh first appearance, the Tom Shoes like episode. The, yeah, I think so. That was the first time because, like you know, I, I got like I heard of a. Uh, Dick Masterson and Asterios, I already knew who Maddox was because I was a huge fan of his web- website since like 2002, 2003. Okay, so you're a very classic, like, uh, from Maddox to Biggest Problem to the Dick Show pipeline. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to know, right? So, how the Dick Show, I remember, was formatted in the beginning. So, like, you know, all the episodes are named like Dick on Blank. And when they had Asterios on for the first time, the episode was called Dick on Asterios. So I want to know how many people uh, woke up on the morning of episode 18, saw Dick on Maddox, and were like, oh boy, maybe they made amends in a fun little reunion show. Uh-uh. <laughs> and it was the fucking rapist episode. <laughs> yeah, man, the most bullshit fucking thing fucking ever happened. They were like, well, there's no hope for reconciliation on this one, fellas. Did did you have any? Did you know about the rape list before Dick Show episode eighteen, or did you no, have any not, of those sorts of pretenses? Do you remember? No, not at all. All I, when I found out about it, it was one. Of, I think it's one of Dick's tweets when he tr- tweeted out the uh, the uh, the the rape list video. I just want to know I, I if there's. I, I think I found out about it right around the time everyone else found out about it. I just want to know if there's anybody out there who. I downloaded the Dick Show episode 18 thinking it was going to be the Dick and Maddox reunion because it was called Dick on Maddox and then got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> What's your favorite era of the Dick Show? Uh, well, I mean, we're going to get into the retrospective stuff in a second. I have like two more notes to get through. So let's just uh, okay. go through real quick. Um, and by two, I actually mean one. Uh, the last note here is um, the Sean album, uh, which they've been playing at the end of the show for the past few episodes by Hard Men Working Hard. Uh, which is just an entire album about wanting to fuck Sean. <laughs> it's really, yeah, and really then it, entertaining. Then it, getting, then it getting more and more intense and all that shit. Like, I, I, I like this it song. Goes. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the Sean album. Hard men working hard, great people. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah, they are, yeah, uh, But anyway, so yeah, and that last thing is our little retrospective. 300 episodes of Dick. The Dick Show. Oh, Ooh. man. We did it, folks. The Dick Show has been going on for 300 fucking episodes. 300 episodes of the Dick Show, 300 episodes of the Dickheads podcast. Yep, we've been doing it since day one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first Every week, Dick this show... is the Dickheads podcast, episode 300. Yes, the first spinoff of the Dick Show fandom to, you know, imitate the Dick Show Right before it was really, really popular. You know, we've been at it for that long, folks. No, that was uh, that was Monkey and David Clegg. <laughs> oh, Christ, man. Dude, like going back in the day and like listening to the face. I miss the Facebook era of the Dick Show a lot because 
it was like everyone was enjoying it and then suddenly it died because of bands and all that stuff and people getting way too personal way too deep real quick you know on it i just i just find it really funny that like we're like a dick show fan podcast so there there have been plenty of those but like the first Dick Show fan podcast was a podcast uh, by Monkey Jones and David Clegg. <laughs> oh, jeez. David Clegg, God. There's a fucking name for you. Yeah, what a guy. What a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah, it was really funny because, like, Monkey recounted the story later where it was, like, for the first, like, five or six episodes of the Dick Show or whatever... Uh, Clegg did a show and he pulled Monkey on it starting from like episode three, I think, uh, where he would uh, listen to that week's uh, dick show and listen to that week's best debate and like compare the two. And that was a show that Clegg and Monkey did until eventually there was this big blowout uh, because (laughs) fucking Cream Man uh, outed uh, David Clegg for being a pedophile. And it was all. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> they got this all this leaked Discord audio of like Clegg admitting to Monkey and like his fucking Discord friends about how he wants to fuck children. Man, poor Monkey. That dude has gotten some shit dumped onto him just from random internet people. Like ever since I I knew who he was, you know, it's like dude. Like every once in a while, he'll tell a story about well, they told me this, and then I'm privy to this and this. Like, god damn, bro. Like, you know, and like watching some of the shit like from, uh, you know, back in the day, like and knowing what I know now and what's happened and happened since then, man, it's it's kind of a trip sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. But enough about Mumkey. We're, we're doing a, a <laughs> retrospective on the dick show. Well, I, I'm, um, also, I'm also kind of like in, including like everyone in the fandom and all that. Well, stuff. of course, definitely. Um, but. Uh, you asked me my favorite era of the Dick Show, and that's a good question. That's a hard question to answer. I like mean, I, said, like I like I the said, beginning I, I era. Think... Like, I like kind of the pre-Matic drama era a little bit. Like, I have a soft, like, nostalgia for it. So it's like, oh, Dick's doing his own little show. Uh, him and Maddox had a little breakup, but that's okay. He's gonna keep on trucking. Asterios is there. Uh, fucking... How I Pet Your Dog Girl is there, and they're just having a fun little show, um, and then it's, and then just like slowly these little these little things about Maddox start stacking up, like the emails mm. about the financials and the fucking snack bullshit, and then eventually it all fucking comes tumbling down with the rape list video. What do you think? Like you know, do you think the snacks fucking jabs were like the final straw on, on from uh, from Maddox on uh, Maddox's fucking back? That's the straw that broke Maddox's back was the uh, making fun of him for the snacks thing. Because I imagine him being so petty that uh, the snacks fucking digs would be the final fucking straw there, you know? Not everything else. Like, he can give a shit if he called him, like, a liar about financial stuff. But it seems like he'd be the type of guy that would get mad about the the lack of appreciation for snacks. (laughs) It's true. I think think it might have been. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. The Dick Show, it's just been a crazy ride. Like, it's hard to pin down one era. It's just like this whole, like, fucking show is, like, crazy. Well, yeah, like like I think, you know, I, I think the uh, 
the Facebook era was, I think, my favorite era because it's a little bit, tiny bit, like a, a like a few months, maybe six months, or maybe not even that. Like it, it's a little bit after the beginning, but the beginning of the show when the before the show really hits its stride. It's the uh, the Facebook era because that's where all the fucking crazy shit happened. And I used to be a part, quote unquote, a part of that community. Like I didn't post a whole lot, but I lurked and liked and commented occasionally on there. I wasn't really like heavy into there. But dude, the, the shit that was on there was fucking mwah, it was delicious. It was like some peak Internet shit, man. And sadly, it's like hard to find that anymore because everyone wants to not be toxic a blue 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 it's fucking pathetic yeah fair enough um so i don't want to get on this here for too long but i just thought of an interesting question and i'm not i just want to preface this with saying i'm not shitting on sean i'm just curious as to what his thought like process was the fact that sean like kept working on best debate after the rapeless video i wonder like what was going through his head at that time well, I, I think he's actually, uh, I think he's addressed that a few times. Uh, he, I, I don't believe he knew about the rape list and stuff. Obviously, he was privy to all the well, he shit. Was, he was present. Well, hold on, he hold was on. present on the Dick Show. Well, I'm saying he was on the Dick Show episode 18 where they talked about the rape list video, and then he was on Best Debate for a while afterward. Well, it's it's kind of hard, like, because he's he's in the unfortunate position of being friends with both dudes. And so, like, you, you got to figure out, like, how to break it. At least if you're going to break it off with a person, you got to find a way to break it off. Do it correctly. gracefully. Yeah, yeah, because Sean doesn't really seem to be that, like, uh, he doesn't seem to be a lover of confrontation. So he probably tried to find a way to just go, hey, man, uh, I know you got your your thing with Dick, but I think maybe this is a little bit too far. And I got to give you my two weeks. You know, that's that's what I think he probably did. Yeah, that's fair enough. It was some weird. He had some like weird excuse about an audio drama. That, that's like how that was like the excuse that they gave for him leaving Best Debate was like that he was working on some like fucking audio drama that he never did. I don't think. Oh, that was probably just code for he quit on me and went to work for Dick because Dick more than likely paid him a lot more. In fact, I think he admitted to being paid a lot more on the Dick Show back in the day like i think yeah, right i think that's what happened time, was there was a it was right around the time that dick made the big reveal of hey this is a million dollar fucking podcast and he was talking to sean about that so i thought that was kind of i don't know if the dick show because this is like around like <laughs> this is around like episode like fucking 25 i don't think the dick show had made a billion dollars by that point no, no, they, no, the the one where Dick does he like it was a couple of years ago and uh he he uh uh clipped this out of his podcast where he said accumulatively so far this show has made over one million dollars. And then he started talking about like, you know, you know, getting Sean some bank and shit. And I think he admitted like more or less that he was probably paid more than he was on uh fucking Max's stuff. Well, that was the case far beforehand because I think what happened was there was a Patreon goal on the Dick Show Patreon that was give Sean a raise. And then once they reached that goal and Sean got his raise, he was able to quit Best Debate and be financially stable off of working on the Dick Show. 
Oh, you'll, yeah, man, shit, man. Like, one's a fucking sinking ship, the other one's like your fucking cash cow. I'd milk the fucking cow. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, the dick show's just been a crazy ride. I guess who are some of like your favorite guests? Because obviously for me, it's like, you know, all my usual suspects. I love my Asterios. I love my Mumkey. Uh, I'm even, I, I've, I've become a big fan of Vito, which I know is controversial. I just, I'm, uh. I, I love that guy. He's, he's a funny guy. So yeah, like uh, Mumkey, Asterios, Vito, uh, Pizza Live is really good. I like it when Dick's dad calls in. That's always funny. Yeah, him as a guest, I think one of the, I think it was just a regular show, or maybe it was one of the bonus episodes. Maybe it was both, but like Dick's dad's pretty funny. Like you can see, like you can see a little about where he gets, like you know his his dickishness from. But like, if I were to put money, I bet you a hundred bucks he gets most of it from his mom because he talks about his mom a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, so yeah, like, you know, Monkey, Asterios, Vito, Peach, fucking, uh, there's somebody else I wanted to say, but I'm, uh, facing right now. Oh, Trixie is what I was going to say, obviously. Um, what are, what are some of the ones that you like, Mo? Uh, well, of course, all the ones that you fucking mentioned, too. It was a shame that Peach, I, I think, got bullied off of fucking, uh, the dick show by, uh, Pat and this isn't Pat's fault, but his fan base is full full of a bunch of fucking assholes, and they fucking bitched at her because Dick would show up on fucking the kill stream a bunch, and the kill stream's full of a bunch of Nazis, and and you know, maybe maybe in a couple instances, maybe that's a little true, but you know, re, you know, regardless of that, you know, they they I think they really bullied her off the show permanently. Because we used to have her on, her and Asterios on all the time. And then, like, everyone started getting, like, a little bit big. And then they got noticed that then the uh, rapeless shit happened. And that really fucked a lot of shit up. And I thought that was really fucked. But, uh, dude, Mersh, before he became, like, a big piece of shit, he was one of my favorite fucking guests on there for like a little while because like some of the stories. When did Mersh become a big piece of shit and why? Oh, like Mersh is a piece of shit because he's like your, he's he's kind of like your uh, typical like because you like pot awful little... now. Is that why Mersh is a piece of shit? No, no, no. Uh, I actually watched a fucking five-hour documentary detailing a lot of Mersh's fucking exploits. And made by Pot Awful, like, I'd assume. No, not made by no, not made by Pot Awful. It was a uh, Medicare was on this show with this dude, and he he does documentaries on like. A, There's no way there was a five hour documentary about Mersh and Pot Awful was not involved. I would no, bet I'm real money. I'm one hundred percent fucking certain that Pot Awful was not involved in that. One hundred percent certain. I forgot who it is. I'll look it up here in a little bit, but uh, he did a fucking literal five-hour documentary that I watched throughout the space of like two or three days at my job. And uh, yeah, he false flags a bunch of people, like talks shit, and he fucking runs from people, uh, acts like a huge piece of shit to people. He sicked his fan base on fucking people. He's all about targeted harassment. Uh, He... uh, like almost like threatened to get people fucking fired of their fucking job and all that shit. Like a, he's a piece of shit. 
And he said that Medicare had fake cancer. And he also did the gayest thing. No, the fucking man said he threatens his fan base and the viewers who are showing up there goes, if I ever catch you guys donating on here and I see you fucking trolling around on fucking Medicare stream, fucking fake cancer man stream, I'm making a list out of you motherfuckers. And like dead ass looked at the fucking camera like he was fucking uh, serious and then proceeded to talk all the world shit on like Medicare and other fucking people. Like he's, he's a really undesirable fucking tough guy. wannabe motherfucker. And I find that very uninviting. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but is there anything we want to say about uh, the Dick show uh, before we move on to uh, uh, the other podcast we're covering today? No, uh, pretty good episode. I, I think two ninety nine was the, uh, the real 300. You know, because that's when it had everyone on there. Uh, I guess I'll say this just in case this is the last ever fucking dickheads podcast episode, which, you know, don't think it is. But, you know, probably will be (laughs) uh, uh, the dick show just by itself has exposed me to so many new fucking content creators and people and fucking nutcases and wackaloons and fucking like all around good people. Like, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who we met up in fucking Kentucky in 2020, you know, before everything got start, started getting real fucking weird, you know, like brat master fucking KTG, you know, eggy fucking, uh, uh, jet back, you know, all, all sorts of fucking people, you know, cripple Jesus. Like it's, it's oh jet back like, from the, uh, the TDS after show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did I we mention that? Like did that. we mention that you met him when we talked about TDS after show? Uh, no, I don't think we did. I mean, there's like a ton of fucking stories with uh about the uh the after show. Like, the boys made it onto the fucking podcast like that same day when it was ending that Sunday because they knew it was a fucking meetup. And uh, I think Joe, like a. Uh, it was right after, or like, was it before January 6th? No, it was like, he made some fucking, like, a uh, made some weird comment that sort of insinuated that we were, like, a bunch of gun toters. Because, well, we did talk about, like, shooting off guns and shit a bunch and getting drunk and doing mushrooms and fucking, like, uh, weed cookies and shit. It was kind of funny. But uh, there, there was some fucking offhand comment that Dick made, and it was uh, fucking hysterical. But, yeah, man, uh... This uh this show has like been a real real fucking positive experience, you know, all things considered. Yeah, I think uh my internet presence would be very different and a lot more uh shitty if I hadn't come across the Dick show and all the people that it's had me meet and I guess just yeah, thank you to Dick and Sean and everybody else for fucking 300 episodes and here's to uh I don't know, maybe 300 more, maybe not. We'll see. Who knows? Who yeah, but knows? Fucking, fucking great episode. Congrats, guys. I'm getting to fucking, uh, you know, episode 300. 10 out of 10. Would binge watch again. Uh, but anyway, it's time to talk about Biggest Problem, as we do on this show. But uh, <sighs> another thing that happened uh, while we were away, an entire fucking Biggest Problem reboot. <laughs> like, they're 32 episodes in now. Um mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what we've been missing in this world, which I, I remember, I believe last time we talked about this, um, last time we were on this show, they were still courting, uh, Boogie, 
uh, for the biggest problem reboot, which I yeah. I had I had my fingers crossed for very hard, but unfortunately that is not what we got. Um, but what yeah, we did get he, is uh, also he yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, Boogie had sort of a how shall we say an an incident uh, occur with uh, Frank Castle, and we found out what Hassel doctrine really meant. So yeah, and he finally, you know, Boogie finally uh uh finalized the uh the charges. Like they they he pleaded like no contest or took a deal or some shit like that. So his Well legal that, that has nothing to do with biggest problem. Ago, he he shot that dick down long before that. Uh all right, thank you, Riley. Appreciate that. What do you mean? <laughs> You could have just let me go, except make me look like an asshole. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, sometimes people forget timelines. I understand. I'm just saying, yeah, no, Boogie uh, had. I don't think that I, anyone really watching this is autistically, you know, going into autistic detail about Mo, like, everything we say. I don't Mo, think we're getting really. If there is a single this. person who is still listening to an episode of the Dickheads podcast, fucking two hours in, they are autistically obsessed with the Dick Show and every other every event that. I show timeline i i guarantee you <laughs> all right all right all right i'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, you know accept it uh but yeah boogie i remember specifically because dick uh made a real a real good joke out of this it was uh september 11th 2020 it was 9 11 when boogie uh sh- completely shot down dick and said no to the biggest problem reboot he's not doing it it was <laughs> Dun, it dun, was the, the worst thing to ever happen on September 11th. <laughs> yeah, I can't was, think of anything else that happened on that day, but, you know, <laughs> like getting shot down, you know, that's what happened. Worst yeah, thing when, the, uh, when the biggest problem reboot plans crashed and burned. Yeah. Into <laughs> a, a building. Maybe even two buildings. <laughs> and then a little bit on the World Trade Center, you know? Like, you know, the building right next to it. But yeah, no, no boogie. Biggest problem reboot. That uh, uh, Dick is joined by Mr. Vito Gaswaldi uh, for the new biggest problem in the universe, uh, which I'm a pretty big fan of. I think I'm going to write a video problem reboot because I did a video uh, called Ode to Biggest Problem, uh, which you can find on my YouTube channel if you haven't seen it, where like I I did like a retrospective on Biggest Problem and like a tribute to it. Um, and I think I might write like a sequel video of sorts where I talk about the biggest problem reboot. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've been enjoying it overall, so, but, uh, the episode we're specifically talking about today is a special one because this is when, uh, Dick, uh, uh. got the COVID. So Dick couldn't make it to the show. Um, so instead, uh, Vito, uh, did the show with a guest and that guest was, uh, Mr. Girl. Now, uh, fun fact about Mo Diggity. Some of you might not know. Uh, but Mo Diggity is actually uh, Mr. Girl's biggest fan. Like he has a uh, he uh, he's really obsessed with Mr. Girl. Like he has posters in his room. Uh, uh, just uh, Mr. Girl. He's he's such a big, big fan. He's a girl. He's uh, such a genuine yeah. fan of the guy. I love totally just joking about unironically talking about lowering the age of consent, but in an ironic way. But not really, unless like you're into it. You know, it's kind of like, hey, you know, I don't really do drugs unless you got any. No, all right, that's good. I don't like drugs anyway; they're bad for you. That's 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 Mister Fucking Girl in a fucking nutshell. Except uh, Mister Girl is a brilliant satirist bait. who's great at not pissing satirist, off internet sheep like you, internet sheep like you who fall for the bit. 
Not a you fall in for Mr. Girl's bit. Ugh. Uh, but I anyway, say. so uh, biggest problem in the universe reboot episode twenty three stars uh, Mr. Vito Gaswaldi and Mr. Girl, um, and uh, there's some problems here. And now, a lot of the things that Mo has shown me that Mr. Girl has said to like prove he's a terrible person. Right? Not just me, but been, about like three no, other no, no, people no. as Hold well. Hold on, yeah, you and Demi Gloom also are, are like sending me these like audio logs to like prove that he's a bad person. And they've all just been hilarious. But I think I think this episode of Biggest Problem might be the biggest piece of evidence we have that Mr. Girl is a terrible person. And it has nothing to do with pedophilia at all. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's actually several reasons because I like I didn't think that going into this I could fucking dislike Mr. Girl as a per like a, as a content creator, but now after watching this episode, I fucking despise him as a fucking person. Cause he's like he's so, also on top of being like, you know, cool with, you know, kid fucking and jailbait fucking and just you not know, age satirically, yeah, it's both, a whole both, bit that both he does. True, both totally true. You know, like he ironically ironically does it wink wink nudge nudge. But yeah, on, on top of being for all of those 100%, he's an asshole to his fucking girlfriend and like denies her emotional fucking support and a connection, a real human fucking connection. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so uh, I'm going out of order here, but I just wanted to say the most, yeah, the most uh, convincing thing I've ever heard uh, to give an argument that Mr. Girl is a bad person uh, is his problem of politeness words in this episode. Uh, where he just goes on this whole, like, psychopathic tirade about how he despises please, thank you, and sorry. Yeah, and, just, and like, it's, it's so bad that even fucking Vito, who apologizes for everything that this piece of shit fucking says, he even fucking goes, oh, man, that's kind of hard to, to fucking swallow there a little bit, you know? Like, even Vito kind of agrees with that. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's, anyway, uh, that was a pretty crazy problem. Um, and Vito brought in uh, virtual restaurant brands, uh, which uh, was, you know, a, a kind of relatable problem, I'd have to assume, for a lot of people uh, with how often DoorDash and Uber Eats get used. I don't know if it's that big of a problem, because for me, I don't really care where I eat. Like, I'm not like uh, these people who seem to have, like, vehement hatred for, like, certain restaurants. Like, I'll do a Chili's, I'll do an Applebee's, Ugh. I'll do a Denny's Ugh. from time to time. I don't really Denny's get is shit. good sometimes, like especially when you're drunk at like three in the fucking morning. I hop in Denny's or Godsend. Nah, I, I like Waffle House is good if you ain't got no fucking money. No, if you Waffle House afford... is good for three a.m. That's when wa you unlock the true power of Waffle House. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think it's like either I hop or Denny's is my go-to. Well, IHOP and Denny's aren't open 24 hours anymore because of COVID, but Waffle well, House still used is. To be. So now Waffle House is the Grand Central Station of 3 a.m. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, there was that. And then uh, uh, Mr. Girl brought in Vito's Twitter account, uh, which is a more broad issue about uh, content creator social media presence, but it just kind of turned into Vito's Twitter account. Uh, because uh, Mr. Girl had a direct beef with how Vito conducts himself on Twitter. And this is a really good problem. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, I, I think it was uh, done really well. And then Vito did branded buttons, which I get it, kind of annoying. Seems kind of psychopathic to cut buttons out of your fucking remote control, but you know what yeah. are you going to do? 
Yeah, yeah, like Vito's problems, like, you know, like uh, the thing about this show and forgetting all of the reasons why I dislike intensely Mr. Girl, without without Dick there, this show's kind of a dud. And I think this episode, with the, with all due respect no, and I all that it. stuff, no, 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 hold on. Like, you know, with all due respect to Vito and to Dick, you know, uh, it, it's it's just not good without, like, Dick there. Because Dick and, and somebody else makes the show. I don't think it's the co... I don't think Vito plus somebody else, I don't think it's as good without uh, Dick being there. So it was, like, I mean, like, to be fair, even, even Maddox hasn't beaten that regard, then. Because I think the, the Maddox and Asterios episode, the biggest problem wasn't half bad. Uh, I, I don't even remember it off the top of my head, to be honest, because it has been so long since I've even listened to that show. Yeah, you, in fact, you, you insisted we do not do a Biggest Problem Uncucked episode yeah, uh, because you I just can't, can't fucking, stand Maddox's voice anymore, I guess. Is I, I can't fucking stand his fucking... Like, it, it's not just dick stuff. It's just him in general. Like, I don't fucking like the guy because he's a dishonest piece of shit. Yeah, and fuck Maddox, like other, but, like, Biggest Problem is still a timeless classic show. It's a timeless classic show up until you find out that Dick's not there because when he banged my ex old lady, when, you know, like several years, you know, if we're looking at the using the Riley method of bro code, like the the obvious fucking statutes of limitations ran out on that pussy. Yeah, even even if they went by my limit of a far exceeded. Yeah. So there was like no reason to fucking destroy the show. Just because you, King Man, yeah, didn't get that the was fucking three What I'm saying is that uh, you know what we got out of Biggest Problem is still a timeless classic. 104 episodes of podcasting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think it's that le- le- that uh, you know minus one, the last episode that Dick's not on. You know, and like you know, God bless Asterios and all that stuff. I have you know, like it's not like he didn't put his fucking best foot forward. For that episode, I'm but not like, talking you about know, the last I'll episode. Never... When I say the Maddox and Asterios episode, I'm talking about uh, episode 77, which is when they kicked off, Dick off for just like one week randomly. <laughs> oh, I thought he went on vacation or did something. He went on vacation uh, when the finale happened. Uh, Dick did uh, because Dick went on vacation, and that's when all the shit with Age Girl blew up, and Maddox just ended the show. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Th- that's right. Yeah, but it's... episode seventy-seven was right after the wedding when Maddox. I did not yet know that Dick and Eddie's girl were like fully involved, but he did know that like he drove her home from the wedding and like hit on her or whatever. So Maddox was like, "I can't. You can't be on the show this week. I can't handle your presence." So he did it with a stereo. So it wasn't a bad episode to his credit, but it was st- still a cuck made move, obviously. Yeah. Well. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like, you know, I, I love the show, like, well enough, but, you know, there was a time and a place for The Biggest Problem, and I've moved on since then. No, I, re- I re-listen to The Biggest Problem all the time, bro. Like, Maddox is a piece of shit, but he's still, he's still funny. I can separate art from artist. I've been saying this for years, and that goes, that goes for Maddox, too. I even enjoy Best Debate. <laughs> I, I, I still think it's a funny show. Maddox is a piece of shit, but Best I, Debate I is a funny show. I, I tried fucking watching that just to see if I'd get into it. I'm like, dude, I can't do this. It's it's the it's the dynamic between uh, Maddox and Ruck. It's just you get more of what Maddox and Dick was. Ruck is just diet dick at that point because he just he pisses Maddox off in that same way. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing, though. I, I, I can't do like replacement dick or replacement co-host. 
you know, like Opie, you know, like it, it, it was uh, Opie, uh, Opie and Anthony, like after Anthony Kumia, Kumia left, uh, Kumo, Kumio or whatever, fucking left, the show fucking sucked. And so it just wasn't the same without the other co-hosts. Because, you know, I it's just, like uh, a... I have great respect for uh, Rekka Rekka Ali. And he his body of work is something that was uh, influential long before he had anything mathematics. Um, and I yeah. just think, even though he might not be quite as good as Dick, I think he brought something to the table that made Death Debate also a very funny show. But I don't know. Uh, either way, enough about fucking Best Debate. Um, yeah, fuck Maddox is the end of the story. But Biggest Problem is great, and I re-listen to it all the time. Um, but anyway, enough about... But we gotta talk about the new Biggest Problem, where uh, we just went over the four problems. Uh, so it's time for us to do our little thing. Uh, where we choose a problem to vote up, and we choose a problem to vote down. Uh, so, uh, for me, I think it's going to be Mr. Girl both ways. Like, Vito's problems are both kind of meh. Um, like, I get them, but, like, they weren't, uh, they weren't standouts to me. I think Vito's Twitter account was a great fucking problem. <laughs> so I'm, I'm voting that up. I'm voting up the Vito's Twitter account uh, problem that Mr. Girl brought in. But I'm definitely voting down politeness words because it was fucking insane and psychopathic. So yeah, um, uh, I'm, Mr. Girl I'm, gets my upvote and my downvote today. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, uh, voting down the fucking politeness words, and I'm voting up Vito's uh, uh, problem of uh, what was it? Digital restaurants. Yeah, virtual restaurant. Yeah, uh, v- yeah. virtual restaurants. Like I, 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 I get that, and I understand that because it's fucking annoying too. Uh, so I'll I'll vote that up and vote down Mr. Girl shit. Yeah, for, so you vote up uh, virtual restaurant brands and vote down politeness words. Yeah, I think you I think you want to vote up for, for Vito's Twitter account. You just have too much spite of, for Mr. Girl to do it. Yeah, Mr. Girl's not getting any positive thing from. Oh me. fuck! Because you know you know it was a great problem though. You know it was the best problem. Uh well, I don't know. Like, I'm not a big fan of Vito in the first place. Uh, you know, like, I just think, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, but I mean, it was actually legitimately well-represented problem. Like, even before Vito got involved, it was generally about content creators and their relationship with social media. It was a well-thought-out problem. And then he fucking turns it on Vito in a hilarious way. It was so good. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give the show that it had that one, like, good moment. I mean, it was very, it was only really a very okay, like a uh, episode. It just, uh, you know, I, I didn't like it. I, I don't like my my co-hosts uh, being fucking switched out. It j- it just weirds me out a little bit, and it was yeah, really that's awkward. fair enough. Like, obviously, the show's better when Dick is there, but like, I think this is yeah. a fun little change of pace episode. I liked the, I especially like at the end where they start fifty dollars. That was pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, that was that was really fucking awkward. Like a lot of the show, a lot of this episode, kind of reminded me like when we go and fucking record largest issue. Uh, it's like when you and and you and Demi and fucking Jello and Andrew are all bickering at each other like fucking crazy, and like that whole fucking exchange kind of reminded me of one of those fucking exchanges on a, a largest issue, which I thought was fucking funny. Yeah, definitely. I, I also noticed that a Vito, Vito, fuck, uh, Vito, uh, his problem from the previous episode, which he mentions uh, during the voting segment of uh, really big shits that tear up your asshole. He fucking he ripped off largest issue in the galaxy. It's a verifiable fact. Andrew brought in the issue really big shits like fucking 
two years ago. Okay, I'm going to be really honest with you. How many people do you think fucking brought in or like <laughs> thinking gigantic turds are a fucking huge problem? I don't, I, I think don't know. It's I, th- that. I think I think Vito listened to Largest Issue in the Galaxy and he stole Andrew's issue. That's what I think. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have content thieves, eh? Yeah. She. You're stealing my content from my spin-off podcast for your podcast. See, I think yeah. I think Vito, I think Vito, as an apology for stealing Andrew's issue, has to come on largest issue in the galaxy. I think oh, I think God, that would I... be that would be proper retribution is for him to come on our show. Oh good. I'm gonna end up yelling at somebody on this show. Wonderful. I will I will not hesitate to temporarily ban you from the server if you go too hard on Vito if he ever does come on the show. It fucking <laughs> depends, you know, like how hard is he gonna go? Uh, Vito, come on our show. <laughs> the moral of the story. I would love to see it. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we've done our pro- voting on the problem. So that's about it for uh, probably the finale of the Dickheads podcast. I'm not going to mark it as such because maybe we'll come back. But, you know, it took us this long to do it once. So, well, uh, yeah, uh, well, I-, I agreed to do this with you because the 300 episode plus uh I, I added out the I uh, gave you the option of maybe, you know, when there's a particularly good episode, great episode of, you know, the Dick show, you know, I'm, I'm down to do like a review of the episode. So there's always possibilities of new episodes, also, which, by the way, here's another possibility, right? Because that's Mo's condition is he won't do the show with me weekly anymore. He hates the show. He'll only do it if there's like a big blowout Dick show. So this is my. This is my call out to like the one person who might still be listening because you you could become the star. I want a replacement co-host applications. I am willing no, to do no, this show. No, no, I am no, willing I to am do this show vetoing. once I am a week. No, no, no. This is our fucking show, bitch. Without no, me, no, there you don't is want to no do it show, anymore. Mother. Fuck you. No, then do it uh, once a week uh, or else uh, I'm replacing uh. you. No, 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 we are not. This is what makes the show fun, is that we only do it every once in a while. No, that this you, is you a do... weekly show that you stopped doing because you got offended at what Carl I never, I never got offended <laughs> at what he fucking said. Why do you keep pushing that meme? Because <laughs> it seems pretty convenient that around the same time that Carl should the time you decided that you didn't want to do the show no like i was fine with doing this show before like people like really started like listening to it and taking it fucking seriously and then you know after you take it hold on wait 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 let me finish no it's the like you know how are you going to take a fucking stupid like silly light-hearted fucking spin-off show seriously of like a main show and, you know, like no one's really expecting this to actually go really anywhere. It's just for fun. And now now we're getting on to other people's podcasts. And now we got people in the audience who are like, oh, wow, I can't believe people from this like uh, uh, thing took it seriously. And then you got T-Clips and stuff like now we're getting like people oh, okay. are like so we got the too show. much negative attention. And now you're fucking shriveling and you don't well, want to no, do the show. No, I'm not doing that either. I just think that like taking this like particular kind of show seriously and then we're like seriously doing it weekly and now it's like now i have to fucking listen to my favorite show as sort of a a mini kind of job and i can't just fall asleep to it and like listen to it anymore i, just, I like uh, to it's the same concept of why we do kira's kingdom i like having a podcast about shows that i like and yeah, the dickheads but, podcast uh, scratches that same itch for me well, no, I, I get it, but like the cool thing about Kira's Kingdom is like we generally do the show like 
usually 10 to 30 minutes after like I, at least I watched the show because like uh, the whole premise of the show is I've never seen Death Note before you have. And now we get the perspective of like an experienced like Death Note veteran fan versus a total fucking noob. And now you get their fresh reactions. And that's the cool like there's several reasons to do Curious Kingdom and not a whole lot of personal reasons for me to like do the dickheads podcast. Cause which is why if you want to replace Mo Diggity on this show, oh my God, <laughs> that's so gay. Listen, it's I'm ready. Fun. I'm ready to do a weekly dick show recap show. And yeah, if but you, you won't do, do it with me, I'll find somebody who will, but you do enough podcasts as it is. Do you really need to add another one? Yes, I've missed this show more than anything. Uh, all right, find your new co-host then. <laughs> or you can do it with me. I am not. The door no, is open. No, I, I do like three. Po- I, I try to do only the one, two, three. I only try to do just like four kind of podcast max a week. I love how you had to count them. And then that was your number. The, the number that you're. Well, no, two Curious Kingdoms. One mo cast whenever we do record, and then uh, one large issue slash Listen, whatever. I think uh, I think we should project. I, I think we should declare that. the official dickheads podcast hiatus, and then when we complete Kira's kingdom, we should go back to doing the dickheads podcast every week. I doth noteth wanteth to do with that. All right. Well, uh, new co-host applications are open. At Riley tweets on Twitter. DMs are open. <laughs> Uh, you fucking scab taking my fucking job. Fuck no, what's you. gonna happen? What's happening is is a fucking Grant's probably gonna join back as a meme for like two episodes, and then he's gonna quit again. Okay, <laughs> is exactly. What? You know what? If Grant is the uh, all right, because I'm a replacement Grant. Because you replace Grant, Grant up, yes. Yeah, if I'm a replacement Grant, and then Grant becomes a replacement Mo, I'm fine with that. I I, I like Grant uh, enough to. Uh, you know, seed that without calling him a, a scab fucking traitor. <laughs> Everyone I'll else, the, though, I'll, I'll convince scab. fucking Demi Gloom to do the Dickheads podcast with me. I don't think she wants to do that. I don't. I don't even know if she listens to the Dick Show anymore. <laughs> to be honest, but you know, Waka 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 Waka. I I, I want to bring this show back. Somebody do it with me. Moral of the story: I don't care if it's Mo. I don't care if it's Grant. I don't care if it's fucking. Uh, but Sanchez or whoever's gonna fucking come into my DMs, I'm I'm ready for the Dickheads podcast. Mo, I want you to know that like six of the top ten most listened podcasts on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed are episodes of the Dickheads podcast. This show does numbers. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll think about it. You know, I'll give you like another. I'll give you an answer in a week. All right, I'll give you a week to convince me to do this fucking show again. On a weekly basis. Uh, either way, either way, new co-host applications are open because, like, even if Mo uh, does want to keep doing the show, you know, uh, I don't think a third would be a bad twist. So, if there's a real Dick Show fan out there that's been listening to this show for the past two and a half hours and wants to join us, whether it's just me or it's me and Mo, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, hit me up, bitch. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> At Riley tweets. Uh, but anyway. Uh, this is <laughs> now this episode of the Dickheads podcast is longer than the Dick Show episode we were covering. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think it's about time to call it quits. Um, Mo, where can our listeners find you? 
Uh, y'all can find me at uh, twitter.com forward slash mosidegaming42 where I got a pin tweet on my bullshit on there. Check out twitch.tv slash modiggity and give me a follow on there because I want to be, I want to have more than a thousand fucking followers by the time, you know, April or May comes around. I want it so close. We're at 949 something. Hell yeah. Um, as for me, uh, you're already at the place you can find me. It's anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. It's the Riley Podcast Megafeed. Uh, there's a bunch of cool fucking podcasts on there. And in the description is everything else that I do. Uh, so you can go ahead and check shits out. Um, and yeah, for the Dickheads Podcast, <laughs> I have been Riley. And I've been Mo. And we'll see you guys. Next week, the Dick Show episode 301. <laughs> uh, we are not going to be new 301. It's not going to be next week. We'll see you the week after for the Dick Show episode 302. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Bye. Listen to Kira. If you want to hear me and Mo talk shit, listen to Kira's Kingdom. It's basically the same. Half of it is basically the same thing because we still go on tangents about politics. So. <laughs> Yeah, Go listen to just like, so, yeah, politics and like whatever the fucking news is of the day. Riley's usually like, you know, 60% against me, 40% agreeing with me on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so listen to Kira's Kingdom. Maybe the Dickheads podcast will come back in full force someday. Who knows? Uh, but I'll have to see you guys later. God fucking...